0: hey everybody it's the 266th episode of the unranked podcast i am christian humes here once again with alex tuna marinello hi great britom caswell
1: i love the fact that we've got the uh the shorter theme back
0: love well that. for now there, there is a there is a new theme but before we talk about that at Ooh. all there is a special guest today giovanni colantonio
2: you got it super italian
3: super italian Super 100 percent i love the fact that <laughs> before <laughs> we started team, the man. podcast
1: chris chris was being very careful and was like just want to ask your italian right before assuming anything but i was like <laughs> well wow. dude i think with this one you can just make the assumption <laughs> yeah i'm very french actually yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's possible. Giovanni. It's possible. yeah Yeah, that's how you pronounce it yeah so
2: uh, so, uh giovanni so where funny. in uh did you do that 23andme thing to find out no. where
3: no, uh-huh. well, I know I I where where my ancestors are. Yeah. Uh, I know well, my dad's like from Italy, so he was born there. So I, I do oh, so know easy. it without that. It's easy peasy. Yeah, easy, uh, He's easy. from from this little town called Capistrano. Uh, it's in the Abruzzo region. Uh, it's like forty five minutes outside of L'Aquila, uh, which Jeez. is kind of the center center of Abruzzo. Uh, it's beautiful, beautiful little village up on a, up on a hill. It's known for its sparrows. It's got a lot. Of, it's got a lot of sparrows. That's the that's its claim to fame. Um, but it's just like one of those classic Italian villages where you have like, you know, the piazza in the middle of the town and everybody yep. goes from their farm and <laughs> their farm at, and at night they go and they gather. So uh, it's beautiful. I haven't been there since I was like eight, so a really long time ago, but like very vivid memories. It's it's a really beautiful place. Wow. That's nice. awesome. All
2: yeah. right. Nice. That's
0: great. Um, Giovanni, yes. this is the part of the day where we mm-hmm. talk about Pokemon. Ooh. You being a Pokemon gym leader yourself of course that's why i'm here right a <laughs> <laughs> gym leader and the head
1: of team rocket double threat <laughs> you um, only have
3: guests who who uh, have names that are also gym leaders i
1: imagine had we, oh <laughs> my god yes been. we should find our friends who are all named like misty and shit <laughs> uh before, before we get to the pokemon shit. though i do want oh to my
0: surge. buddy surge <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> lieutenant <laughs> that's my, actually That's my lieutenant. dad. My dad's <laughs>
3: yeah. dad Sergio and they call him Sergio. Oh, there like, yeah. That's brilliant. That's amazing. Yeah.
2: Uh, get him on the get, get him on
1: the phone. Before we get into the Pokémon, uh, so Giovanni and I work at Inverse uh Giovanni is a games writer. Uh, funnily enough, Giovanni also we were like the last two remaining people at Digital Trends writing about games and then I left him when I went full-time over at Input and Inverse. So
2: Giovanni had like
1: kind that? of how running like that it by yourself up?
3: Yeah, I've, I, I mean, knew it was you know, I, I knew it was coming. It was a tough day. It was a tough day because then it was like, oh, now I'm the entire gaming section. So I guess I'm yeah. I'm doing all of the news now. Um, mm. We 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 all love we all love your work. But uh, what do they have that.
0: now? They just have one of those bots that just writes. To oh, yeah, yeah, it's totally. Giovanni. I,
3: I, yeah, it's me. <laughs> I'm just a human robot who writes you know. up news stories, features, and reviews for everything. And that's, that's me. I'm holding it down.
1: But fun fact, I Giovanni first came on my radar about this time last year, a little earlier. I don't know if I ever talked about this, but um, um, I, I went to go interview for a job doing Polygon's Quibi show oh yeah um i had gone to go do an interview for that and i didn't get it and i did that classic thing that you do when you lose out on a job you are like well who the fuck got the job mm. and i saw because it was um oh my god i oh my god her, my her name is blanking who is it on the team that reached out um the video producer senior video producer at polygon simone, I, I, simone, simone, simone. yes simone, yeah. simone, simone had reached out let me know that that was a video producer job and I was like constantly hounding her Twitter because I knew that she would say who it was. And I saw in her Instagram story Giovanni's face from like a like that production test or whatever. Yep. And I was yep. like, "This motherfucker." <laughs> but all's well that ends well, I guess. With that, yeah, Quibby died, <laughs> yes. and my yes, show got canceled, so yes, it's
3: it fine. Did.
2: Oh, <laughs> Quibby! Yeah,
1: yeah Quibi, Quibi. it was a time we should buy up their uh, properties. Yeah, Roku did. Roku yeah. bought it.
3: So it's, oh, it's
0: going to another place that doesn't that doesn't exist. Basically. Yeah,
3: that, then nobody will also <laughs> yeah. watch. Yeah, <laughs> but, but believe me when I say, because you'll never find out otherwise. Great show. We did a great job on it. No one will ever know, but it's a great show.
1: I watched it for the first free month of Quibi that I had. I I Look, thought you guys did yeah. great. I was like, shit, Thank this you. guy's got this guy. This guy's very good. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate I that. Said that. That's. That's the roller coaster story of me and Giovanni's wow. relationship.
3: I didn't even know our secret our secret feud that we've had all this time.
1: I know when I first realized that you were running for digital trends, I like kept it secret for so long. And I think it's when I left and went full time where I was like, just so you know, like I've known you in the shadows for yeah. many
3: months. I, I've been
2: point. plotting your demise. <laughs> <laughs> I've known you in the shadows. Uh, Tom, I can,
0: can weirdly be. relate, except I didn't become like friends with this person, mm-hmm. but this was do you remember in, like, 2018, I was interviewing with IGN for that right, producer-host right, right, right. position? Yeah. And it came down to me and uh, two other people, and then it was it was Sydney who got it, who's there now. Oh, wow. Sydney Goodman. Right. And then when I was working with her on the E3 Delis, 2019, right. yeah. I was just like, in my head, I'm like, you son of a bitch, but you're way better <laughs> at this than I ever would have been, so good job. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so funny to think of, like, you, like... It could have been you, you know, like
2: no, oh, it definitely could have been, been. May No, it clearly it could have been, which why I wasn't.
1: Right, I, I understand, but like the fact <laughs> yeah. that like that was the it was possible that, the, Yeah, the, that
0: is the higher that came out of that is so bizarre. Yeah, like, like I yeah, did you know, a screen test and everything, so it was like <laughs> it's very close. But uh, you know what to no, like, say about being Sydney. close doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> exactly, it only counts
2: in uh, it only counts in horseshoes but and hand yeah. grenades. Mm-hmm, Don't worry. Yeah. I hear I hear
1: IGN is really floundering, and I hear that Unranked podcast is on the rise,
2: baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's already <laughs> up from here, man. It's perfect. A- exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah.
0: Let's let's hop into the Pokemon. Giovanni, as our resident yes. gym leader, can you tell yes. us who Pokemon two hundred and sixty six is?
3: Well, today our Pokemon is a very special and beloved Pokemon that everybody knows and loves. It's oh, Silcoon.
2: Heyo. Siltum, yeah, the uh, famously the uh, Namekian spaceship. <laughs> it is, it from, is. It's um, the- <laughs> yeah. Dragon Ball Z. It
1: That's is.
0: Right. Fuck. Wow. I couldn't tell what it was reminding me of while I was looking at it. Yeah. That's right. perfect. I love the fact that the Pokemon company was
1: like, hey, remember those Pokemon that we made in the first generation <laughs> and then gave them these cocoon uh, forms and everyone <laughs> loved it and said it was the best thing that we've ever done? Let's do that again.
3: <laughs> I, always, I, mean, <laughs> I, always, I always think of this scenario with the Pokemon company where I'm like, there must just be meetings, right, where they have to, like, come and it's like, okay, present your new Pokemon, and somebody must just forget it for me, right? And it's just like, oh, crap, I forgot to make a Pokemon this week. Uh, 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 so it's another Cocoon Pokemon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, yeah. It's like Metapod, but it's different. Mm-hmm. I always have this joke about, like, Ditto probably came out of, like, Somebody being in that situation and looking down at their napkin and their jelly donut had just like made a little mark on it, and they were like, "Here, here's the sketch. It's a, it's a blob
0: Pokemon." I, you know, you say that, but Ditto is actually one of those Pokemon that I find fascinating because yes. in Japanese animation, in manga, and in video games, there must be some cultural thing that I don't know what it is. I want to know what the history of it is, but there's all of these like pink amorphous blob characters in everything. They, yeah. they, there's like a like like Majin Boo was a pink amorphous blob mm, like mm. like it's in Dragon Ball that you'll see it in just a lot of media. But I don't know where it came from. Is it like like that's why you have like the Jigglypuff character. You know, they had the fairy character. There is something about like pink balls or pink like amorphous blobs that kind yeah. of appears all over the place. And it must have started like there. like, who is the first pink blob is what I want to know. Um, I I think
3: I think 1950s. There was the 50s. Maybe it was a little bit earlier. The Blob, the classic horror film, The Blob. That had to have been it, right? Maybe,
0: maybe start of
3: Blob culture.
0: They're often though (laughs) like um, seen as like very powerful, but like in a hidden way. So like I wonder if maybe there's like some kind of folklore or something that like comes from history about like maybe the color pink also has to do with mm-hmm. it. I feel that there's got to be something bigger on a cultural level, or there was just a pink character and everyone's just been chasing it since then. Everyone's like, we're just yeah. going to make our, we're going to make our one. And now it's like a thing. It's like, it's like exploding barrels in video games. It's maybe like, all right, do you, well, you have the, you have the JRPG? You got the pink blob. Yep. We got the pink blob. Okay, great. Caught the blobs. Yep. Caught the blobs. Yeah. Maybe they just um, like
2: bubble gum. Yeah. It's a bubble gum. <laughs> they they there we is go. There, uh... I, I always thought
0: of them as silly putty a little because, you know, like it'll, you put it on the paper and then you see the same thing, but it all. Okay. That's pretty good.
1: Yeah, I like that. <laughs> is there any fun, is there any fun facts about no. silicone? No. Absolutely not. Well, well, IP well, this from is Dragon one, Ball Z. So, unlike, unlike, correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, unlike where um, this is two separate Pokemon that have two different lines, this is one Pokemon that splits its evolution, right? Coming up. Well, uh in comparison to what? Like so in Gen One you've got Weedle and Um Caterpie, yes. and then they evolve into a cocoon form, and then they evolve again into Butterfree and Beedrill. I'm pretty sure with this one, Wormpool becomes either silicone or and then there's another one. Oh that, and it splits Yeah, it can become Silicone or cascoon. cascoon. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. So that is it, kind of interesting. We, we've had, I mean, other than the Eevees, have we had anything like that? Like Divergent?
0: There's a couple other Divergent evolution ones. Evolution um, I mean, you have in uh, the fifth generation, you have the monkeys. Oh, wait, no, mm-hmm. the monkeys don't divert. They just had three different monkeys. They have three different monkeys. Um, Mega Charizard X, Mega Charizard Y. <laughs> I, guess, I guess there you go. <laughs> that counts, right? There you go. There's probably a couple. There's there's definitely a couple others, but it is it, this might be one yeah. of the first. This action it's might be one of the first. Best. That's probably I one of so. its most yeah. unique traits.
3: I think I think it is probably the first. Which one do you like better? Silkoon or Cascoon? Is that oh, done on your Cascoon episode? This is you the Sophie's
0: choice. The Sophie's <laughs> choice. You have to
3: execute one. Which one are you which one are you keeping and which one is damned?
0: The weird thing uh. is they look exactly the same, except Cascoon <laughs> <Yeah, Kaskin laughs> is like purple and it's like a mirror image. That being said, do you want like the moth or the butterfly? That's a good question. I think Dustox,
1: which is the Cascoon uh, evolution, we're in the doldrums yeah. again. This is going to be like the, the uh Nido, Yeah, Nidorena, the next like Nido- ten weeks. Like the like... next few weeks is just this evolution line, which <laughs> fucking sucks. Um, I like Dustox. It's a venture yeah. evolution, so I probably go with Cascoon, and it's a little more sinister looking. And I'm always about like my Pokemon looking a little more sinister. Okay. Um, it is it is the first Pokemon from my data that I am looking at. <laughs> Wormpool is the first Pokemon that from the jump has a divergent evolution Perfect. path. Awesome. The other yeah. ones are, other than Eevee, who yeah. I think is a rare case, the other ones are all like Alolan forms. Obviously, yeah. Oddish be- can become Belawesome and Polywhite right. can become Polito, but that's like, I guess, like added later. Yes. It was, um, yeah. And all that stuff. So, uh, yeah. Wurm- and then Tyrogue is like a reverse where they added the pre evolution. Into him on the on Shan him on top. Yeah. So they retconned a lot. But wasn't Tyro added in Gen 2. Yeah, so that would have been before him this. On top it was before this but you know it wasn't like this is the
0: first holistic divergent Pokemon. like we designed this from yeah, the jump from the ground to up
1: do all the things so. uh, this
0: is i i mean the, do the last thing the I'll, I'll say about this because really we're spending so much more time talking about <laughs> Can't this believe so cool it was, i universe. wanted to give it a fair shake you know <laughs> yeah, fair, You're giving it
2: more than it's fair shake
0: and we actually have been like saying something about it that's not just us making fun of it like it it, it yeah. is half the time but um this whole, because it was brought up earlier about how this is basically just another copy-paste. They're like, they came in, what do we have before? Let's do this again. Gen 3 is the generation that was not supposed to happen. They planned Gen 1 and 2, and it was like, Gen 2 is the final game. That's why it was it was so much bigger, and you went back to Kanto, and it was like, there was only one Pokemon League, and they both shared, the the two regions shared the same league and everything. So then Gen 3 comes around, and that tells me, like, that had a shorter timeline. Because a lot of the Pokemon in Gen 2... We're in like the gen one beta they were very different mm-hmm. but you can see how they became the new so i feel like with gen three they're like well we in the same amount of time that we just made the last game needs to make a new one but now we're starting from zero right. so i do think you're you're not far off there probably was a lot of like copy paste and then after that because they were like well this machine's never going to stop they probably started to come up with a pipeline which is why gen three i think is the black sheep of the Pokemon generations?
3: It's my favorite one. I will say it's my favorite Ooh. one. Um, Sapphire. Sapphire is the most time I put new Pokemon in. 400, 400 hours in Sapphire. Holy Sapphire. shit. Gosh. I don't know if I
1: I don't think I've ever put that much time. I might okay. have put between all of the versions of Gen 1 i don't even wait 400?
3: 400 oh, yeah, that's impressive
1: 400 friend that's a
3: big 400 zero zero the,
0: the closest i ever got to that was black and white <laughs> black and white's probably the one i played the longest and that was maybe over 200 and that was because yep. it was it, it was an incredible amount of pokemon i wanted to actually get all of them
1: right
0: Damn. um is that honestly did you just max yeah, level like yeah i of pokemon?
1: was I, you know but I, I
3: i have a big pokemon history and i have friends who um you know i grew up with played a lot and and gen three was like the generation where like we were all older and we were all like getting back into the series and we're kind of like okay cool because i think like gen one we were into it then like kind of fell off and then came back somewhere during gen three um and we just used to have like hangouts where we would just like hang out and you know play pokemon together Um, sounds awesome it was super fun and and we would just have nights where we would just like train stuff and they were into ev training and i was just into like making bad pokemon level up
2: all the way for
3: fun so (laughs) i just have like boxes and boxes of like the worst pokemon you can imagine at level 100 you know that's like awesome farfetch love disc all of them
0: farfetch'd a good, that's put, fucking respect dedication. on farfetch'd name yeah, that's well, not back, a bad pokemon
3: Far, I, love I, I love the design but not yeah. not like a competitive no. good pokemon
0: that's true i love yeah. he's he's one of my favorite like uh single stage or pre- oh, yeah. previously single stage pokemon yeah um all right i'll just open up the convo to kind of whatever if anyone has anything they want to talk i I'm just gonna say right now, I don't really have any off-topic stuff to talk about other than I got my Pfizer shot. Congratulations, Congrats. Congrats. Pfizer. Some would say
2: congratulations.
0: Some would say is the uh, is the best of the shots.
1: Yeah, Uh, the best of the
0: shots. I I just, you know, I I personally just wanted an mRNA shot. I didn't want the Johnson and Johnson. Um, So
2: wait, so Tommy, you're saying this Pfizer one is better because it has the one percent better efficacy
0: or i think i think yeah based on like the numbers pfizer is the oh i thought it was because of the um symptoms from the shot it's a lot of people are saying the moderna shot number two wrecks you and the pfizer shot number two is like you'll feel it but a lot of people like get their ass kicked by the second moderna one so Mm -hmm.
2: i got the second moderna one on saturday (laughs) yeah and you know saturday night i was feeling fine went to bed woke up was feeling fine then about 24 hours from when I got the shot, I started feeling achy. Yeah, like I fatigued. like I ha- like very yeah, I was very tired and achy, but I never got a fever. I mean, I've heard other people have got the second Moderna shot, and it was not a good time.
0: My brother, mm-hmm. my brother passed out. He fell. He just like fainted. <sighs> like like oh, when he got home later that night, he was standing up in the room and just fell over. It's like it is not yeah, yeah, like okay. it <laughs> fucked with some people. You know, mm-hmm. everyone has their mm-hmm. very different reactions. though. like I, I'm not too worried about my second shot, but therese she, like every time we get shots her like body always aches she always like has like a sore arm for way longer than i do because we had to get um the tdap shots because my brother had a baby like a year ago so we had to get like the booster shots or everything before we could go see the baby tom you're gonna have to go do that for you go see a little tune you're gonna have to go make sure you're <laughs> recently inoculated i was sure. fine and then for, like, the next two weeks, like, her arms still hurt. And she, like, kind of felt like shit for a couple days. So, like, it's just everybody's body's is different.
2: Yeah. So. Well, at least COVID, <laughs> co- COVID's over now, so it's fine. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, you, got <laughs> totally done, you got two baby. weeks before you got that, that 95% Tuna that is
1: already at all the orgies. He's already in the mosh pit. He's yeah. at the underground club that is having a legal, co- like, uh, fuck you, COVID, COVID's over parties. Like, yeah. he's already there. Oh, yeah. Um, totally
2: fuck yeah i'll explain a lot of just, mouth
1: hole
3: yeah disney, yeah disney licking all the rides oh, yeah, all, totally. like in every single one <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> that's the first thing i'm gonna do when i get my second shot in two weeks i'm going straight to disney i'm gonna lick all the rides that's it that's i'm really right.
1: it's so funny because like i'm really fucking annoyed because like i was the first what? i think i was the first one to schedule a shot out of not only this group but like people at work yeah. And like, and I was the first scheduled, but I scheduled it for the 14th of April. And then soon after that, the floodgates were open all of a sudden, yeah, and you could just get a shot whenever. And all you motherfuckers getting vaccinated before me. I like a day. Yeah.
2: I got my shot. I got my
3: shot the literal day before they opened it up um, to like, to you know, mm. the larger people in New York. Yeah. So, like, I, I went and it was just like that day. It was like, oh, by the way, it's opening up tomorrow. And it was like, Oh, okay. I guess I'm beating the rush. Um, so that was. Right. I, that I was feel like I rush. beat the
2: rush, so Definitely. I feel yeah. good. Definitely. I feel like yeah. oh great, yeah. like I beat the rush. I'm like you know I don't I, I won't like be impeded if there's like a lot of people trying at one time now. So. Um, I'm ready to get back out there, even though I really don't want to. Even though I don't want to really get back out there, yeah. I'll tell you that right now.
0: I'm just so glad this is the conversation we can finally start to have. Is like we're finally here. It, it took 13 months, yeah. but now we're like, like yeah. we're all get inoculated. Like, right, we're all yeah. here. I, I'm, I'm, pl- I'm like planning stuff for next month. Like I'm like, nice. okay, who's the last person in our group that's getting their shot? What's the day? All right, two weeks after. Are you that, still? You think you're scared? Over.
2: You think you'd be scared to travel still or no?
0: No, I'm gonna. No, I'm definitely gonna travel
2: oh this guy is traveling around
0: well i mean i had to travel last year like during covid and i i made that full face mask
2: oh yeah i remember that i I remember that i modified (laughs) a full face sealed scuba
0: mask to have kn95 filters in it and i put a pc fan in it to keep me cool it was awesome holy
1: crap wow but then why not
0: but then a woman sneezed all over it she had droplets
2: that's so gross. So
0: I just I just lifted it off my face like this into the garbage and just wore my regular K95 for the for the flight. It was right after security. I was furious.
1: <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. So much funny, work, dude. so much work. Yeah, I
0: know. Aww. That's the funniest part. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was
1: really try. hilarious. <laughs> um I have for some reason so Brooke and I over the weekend we just wanted to throw something on in the background while we were getting stuff done. And she was like, Can we put on cartoons? And I was oh, like, yeah. Cool. I have I am now a Paramount Plus subscriber. Yes. We, we can got watch whatever. We can watch World's oyster. We didn't end up watching any cartoons. <laughs> we put on Survivor, Winners at War Oh yeah. What the fuck is this? The what latest is going season on? The latest season of Survivor. I, I love I, how I, you,
2: you texted us. You were like, we're watching Winners at War. Not you didn't put Survivor first.
1: You so I, I was knew like, you you knew what I was talking I, about. But I,
2: in my head I was like, this can't be. But then I was like, yeah. Winner's at war. And like,
0: what are you doing? I didn't it's know what was happening until more season. context came into the conversation. I we
1: I just was interested in putting it on it in the background and but it got its hooks in me and we have been like <laughs> Oh my god. Like, oh, should we watch an episode of Survivor right now? So we've been making our way steadily through it. All T- right. tuna i want to i want to i want to gauge your reaction because i feel like i'm going crazy okay adam
2: yeah Wait, who, adam adam to, is the guy who is like
1: a little weasley looking dude very skinny very scrawny curly hair oh
2: you this know, like, guy yeah yeah yeah, dude, yeah yeah
1: he is i he is making me laugh every step of the way <laughs> because he is like <laughs> step
2: of the way
1: yeah because he they'll have dude they're catching him the the the, the majesty of some of these shots that they're catching him in uh, is him like yeah. making a deal with someone and being mm. like if they backstab me i will look like the biggest idiot <laughs> and then they cut to them rat someone else them ratting right. him out and that is the season is him just yeah. doing all of that shit and just yes. looking like the most anyway so we've been working we've been
0: working our way through that i've been I'm hooked to on Survivor, dude.
2: Hooked on Survivor.
0: You better huh? you better I'm wrap rat- it up because the circle comes back in a week. Yes, the circle. circle Geo. have circle, you baby. seen the circle? No. Can somebody remind oh. me? I remember the circle <laughs> having a wild oh. premise. Well, the circle had a wild premise. Then COVID okay. happened. Then COVID now happened. And it was normal. And yeah, now we're living the circle. <laughs> now we're the circle is like a circle. vacation. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> the whole premise is everyone's locked away in the apartment. <laughs> yep okay and you can't Good. you also can't see anyone or talk to them you can only communicate with the group via like a sur- a social media app that they have called the circle and you have to talk to the tv or whatever the the mics which is definitely just a pa they just typing everything out because yeah. you know, they're just like throwing up emojis and stuff yeah. and it's like there's no way it's like siri well, can't do this well no i, well, way. No, there's I read i read that they it. had i mean this may be a lie
1: but i read that They did, like, an in-depth, like, talk with the people about, like, that is
0: an AI that they have built. Get
2: the fuck out of here.
0: The dude was, like, the dude was, like, you know, that one emoji that has, like, this. And, it like, there's no way it would have thrown that Yeah, he did say that. I imagine, I
1: I do think, I do think that they probably had moderators to, like, tweak it. But they had an AI, they had a custom AI system built to have them. Do all the interaction? Fine, but
2: Chris brings up a very good point that they had to have somebody doing it because somebody was like, "Yeah, the emoji with the things and the hands going like this—that's <laughs> yeah. what I want." <laughs> yeah, like you can't—it's not seeing him. They don't have like the camera <laughs> right. watching him too. Well, they have, right. they have cameras yeah, from every might. angle. Uh, they could. Yeah, but Alexa can barely speech, answer dude. my questions when I ask her things. You're so, not
0: on the a fucking
2: Netflix-funded TV show. It's Nothing an Amazon-funded thing. It's an Amazon funded fucking yeah, for the Alexa masses,
1: for the masses for
2: the masses. Oh my god. So you know. think Jeff Bezos is just walking <laughs> you're, around his house you're probably talking right. to Alexa probably like have, a towel?
0: They're probably using an AI. They're probably, you know, they're using some kind of speech recognition, but then there's an editor who checks it before yeah, it sends totally. out and drops it yeah, whatever yeah. is like wrong.
3: It's Bezos'
1: personal.
0: He's but just yeah. sitting behind
3: the yeah. scenes. Yeah. But the, the
0: the aspect of it,
1: Gio, that was very interesting was that yeah. because everyone was... Everyone lived in the same building, but just lived mm-hmm. in separate rooms and was brought stuff. But you see people's, like, social media, their, their circle profile. Right. But people would go in and lie. You don't know if they're true. You yeah, don't know really if this is they're being real. So, like, one of the guys in the very beginning, he created uh, a woman persona and he used his girlfriend's pictures and so everyone thought <laughs> he was a woman for like the whole show and then like you know there was stuff like that going on like one guy came in and it was him and his mom that were in the apartment but he was pretending that it was just him that was in the apartment yeah and no one knew that his mother <laughs> was with him it is
3: is there an the incentive best... to
0: lie yeah because some people they think um they might be able to figure out how to make a more popular person than they actually are. So, like, someone's <laughs> like, "Oh, I'm going to pick like this attractive person well, yeah. Yeah. that, oh. like, yeah it's, yeah." At the end of every episode, you you vote, and it's like whoever gets the worst rating, you rate everyone, mm-hmm. and, and whoever has like the, the worst rating yeah. is out.
3: So, what it's if, if here's a, here's a prompt? <laughs> yeah.
0: If yeah. if all of
3: you had to make a fake character on this show that you would think would be more appealing and wouldn't get voted out, yeah, yeah. What would you do? Give me, give me your, give me your pitch for your, your, uh, the circle fake persona that's going to get you to the end.
0: I mean, I'll say a really good strategy that one guy had was picking his girlfriend. Like, yeah, I, was like gonna, I was, more likable yeah. than I am. And I know mm-hmm. a lot about her. But so, you know like, a lot about her. Yes, that makes yeah. it a lot easier. I don't have to like right. craft. This
2: you know person. the con. You know the context for the pictures too. Right, but so then like I can also
0: like throw in my parts of the personality a little bit too right. to be like, right. oh, it'll be like, oh, this person's really cool. Like it's a lot more interesting than the photos might have said about like this or that. Like, oh, it's yeah. not just like some girl with her dog. Like they're really into this thing. Who would have thought that? Yeah, so, like that's probably a very good strategy. But I people, would try
2: to risk it. I might try you, to risk it.
0: I know you would. You would do something wild.
2: I think I would try to be a celebrity.
0: Yeah, like, be a celebrity that. that I knew. Who are you picking?
2: I don't. I was thinking about p- picking a tennis player because I feel like I know more about tennis players than I do anything else. Um, well, you, you Julius don't do that Caesar, in the UK
0: circle, <laughs> US circle. People aren't going to give a shit unless it's like really well known.
2: Yeah, I'll pick a really well known. Yeah, because Roger yeah. Federer is going to yeah, compete gonna go in the, the circle. circle. Yeah. You don't know. He could. Why not? He, he could just say, hey, I want to be on like one well, of these it's, TV it's shows. It's like
0: eight weeks long because before the show starts, they're all isolated for several weeks.
2: I know, Chris. I know how it works.
0: <laughs> I would well, say – I would
3: go Goldblum. I would just go full. He would do it. it. And it's yeah, so outlandish like and such such a lie that like you'd be mm-hmm. like nobody would make this up. That's so stupid. Like yeah, it right. must be it must be real. Yeah. And then you just you know you just know you know Goldblum's mannerisms, right? But, You've seen enough Goldblum at this point. And it's yeah. like, You can sell that.
2: Well, the reason why I was also thinking of picking a tennis player is because I feel like they're they're famous enough, right? And but they're not famous enough in the U.S. that I'm going to get called sure, out unless sure, there's a yeah, really sure. like someone there who knows a lot about. Yeah you you know like novak jokovich that i'm fucked but but yeah. before that i could be like yeah i won you know yeah. this many majors and my you know my wife and everything you
1: probably would still need to study up though i would definitely need to study up but i'm just saying yeah. Yeah.
2: they well, can't very easily though that's the, what i'm saying i don't want to be like i can't go in there being Beyonce cuz there's definitely someone in there that's going to go way <laughs> be like, more about be Beyonce. amazing i would
0: love to see you the the amount of articles we we would see about Alex Marinello using digital blackface. Alex Marinello, <laughs> it's,
2: it's, it's gonna be, a real so bad. We'd we'd have to so obviously bad. remove you from the podcast lawyer up prior bitch. To the... <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> have to distance
0: ourselves. Uh, but it would I love be a the fact that
1: I love the fact that Tudor for the longest time has been afraid of this podcast ruining his career, <laughs> and like has felt like at times he might need to distance himself from this podcast. That this situation would call for us to distance ourselves from him.
0: I'm just mad. I applied to be on season two of The Circle. I never heard back. Oh, uh, so that's uh, shit. I that wanted to do good, it so bad. Bad. Oh, I that's bad. bad. I wanted that's to do it so trip. bad. It would been great. Oh, um, and just so you know, it's they're doing the same thing they did last time, which is like semi-weekly. So it's like four episodes. It's like it's like comes in, in like batch, two or three right. batches, like every yeah. like couple okay. weeks. Oh my! So God. it's done in like the length of a month. But, but it's do actually a viewing like 10 or, party or something. Episodes. Fuck yeah. yeah. I'm so well,
2: known. I think that's the best way to do it today. Yeah. Like, I think the best way to do it, you don't dump it. You do it, you do it, uh, like weekly or semi weekly or whatever. Yeah. I, I think it, I, it, it makes me. I'm loving what Disney Plus is doing. Yeah. I, I feel yeah. like I like being able to talk about it for weeks rather than. Totally. You know? Sorry. Totally. Yeah. 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 Yep. Mm-hmm. That's right. You game a game podcast, though. Yeah, Yeah. I was
0: just like, all right. We hit, you know, honestly. The fact that La- this time
1: at- last year it was very much a circle podcast plus games so. about the circle. <laughs> yeah, I had to we, talk we, about we it a bit before I could it. get you guys to watch it. So. <laughs> you did, but as, we as were.
2: Into it. And I will say, my wife thought it was the most toxic television show she's ever seen, it's and so would good. never. She would not go past episode one. But that's something.
1: very interesting it's because so I feel like it's
2: very wholesome. Yeah. It gets that's wholesome. the thing, Gio, Like it gets wholesome. The first episode isn't very wholesome.
1: That's the thing, Gio, because like we've talked about it, but like we very much recommend the show because you think that it's going to be a very toxic show, but yeah. these are some of the most like wholesome people. Even the even the people in it who at first you're like, oh, there's like this there's like this Guido guy and
0: like whoa 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 no 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 that's fine it's fine I mean Tom's <laughs> not it. Italian. <laughs> oh it's okay you know what i'm you can't talking be, about you can't, poorly... you can't
1: be he's gonna start nobody can be racist
3: towards italians
1: it's fine <laughs> italian x remember this remember when people were trying to make that a thing oh um <laughs> anyway so there's this there's this guido character and you think that he is you're like oh this douchebag but then like you're like fuck no he's very genuine and like you learn to love him and yeah i i thought it was very wholesome but i can't believe britain continue with it and so you can't no i i really thought I thought she was a doesn't like a, of if but here's problem television. Tom. The other problem. I, T
0: is, T is not excited about this coming back either. Therese's oh, like, I do remember. I got a big, big eye roll from Therese when I told yeah. some circles coming back. Yeah. She's already she's already sick of Taskmaster and now the circle's right. coming so.
2: Well, that's the other thing too. Like there's something with Brit as well that like if I like it or I'm the one who found it. Mm. there's a little mm. bit of a yeah.
0: Well, because you like too many things. It's So stupid. She hates right, Rome. let right. Let's let's start <laughs> over to Giovanni. Let's let's talk about some yeah. games. Yeah, baby. yeah. Where do you want to start? Uh, well, what, what was your big game this week?
3: God, what was my big game this week? Uh, let me talk to you about the best game that has ever been made that has just come out, um, just like a day before recording here. It's a little video game game of the year. It's called Pac-Man ninety-nine. I'm baby, very to
0: hear about this? What? Yes, it's Pac-Man that
3: good? 90- No, it's it's fine. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it though. So I'm a big I'm a big Tetris ninety-nine. For, for folks who don't know, okay. Tetris Ninety Nine is like Nintendo's uh, battle royale game that is Tetris themed. It's free for Nintendo online subscribers. You play Tetris against ninety nine other people. It's genius. It's really good. It's a great version of an elimination game. Right? Much
0: better than uh, Mario Thirty Five.
3: Yeah, Mario Thirty Five does not get it right. Did, <laughs> it does not make oh, any it sense. Did it not?
1: I never played it. Oh, it you was never will. Too late. <laughs> yeah. Now. yeah, it's too late now. Yeah.
3: Wow, that's just you're never going to be able to talk about that with another person. That's so sad. um damn man uh no so so pac-man 99 is a new game that they surprised uh released announced and released this week and it is basically the idea of tetris 99 but with pac-man uh so the idea of it is just like hey you are playing on a pac-man board you are sending you're eating pellets and sending like jammers to other people's screens which will slow them down um and you're just trying to outlast everybody um it is a much better version of the tetris 99 formula um, than Mario 35 was. Because like Mario 35 didn't make any sense, right? It was like, oh, you're just gonna run through the same Mario platforming levels over and over and over again. You're gonna play one one like 50 times in a game, and it's just incredibly boring. Yeah. Um this, this is just it's Pac-Man, so like doing the same board is it makes sense. You know, it, it's a puzzle game kind of at its heart. And like that style of like arcade puzzle game just works really well with that elimination formula that Nintendo is kind of like. You know, cracked with this whole type of series that they're doing. um It's good. It's just it's a little more accessible. It's it's less of a high skill level than Tetris Ninety Nine. I love Tetris Ninety Nine. It's like one of my favorite multiplayer games. I play. It's like my comfort game on Switch. But like you know, you need to have a certain level of of skill to be able to play it. um yes. Because it's it's like Tetris is tough, especially when it gets really fast. This is like it's Pac Man. You yeah, know, like you know how to play Pac Man. Like whatever, it, it's fine. Um, yeah, and I, I just noticed that, like, playing it, I, I was just right off the bat able to do really well in it. Like, my first game, I think I placed, like, 12th, and then within, like, 45 minutes, I placed first in it. Um, and it's just smart. It's just a it's a really good version of that formula. It, like, takes the idea of Pac-Man, uh, which is just this classic arcade game that's about reaction time, right? It's just about, like, reacting and, and to things on the fly and, and moving and routing and being able to, like, pivot... Um, and it just makes this game that's really chaotic, this really chaotic version of it, where it's just kind of like you are constantly having to avoid other things. Now you're going to have to avoid these like jammers that are going to slow you down, or these like you know okay. bad Pac-Man that can like destroy you. So you just have to constantly be like rerouting and moving around that stuff. And it's cool. I just I think it like gets at what's actually good about Pac-Man, which yeah. is not not the like clearing the maze part of it, but the like finding your way through the maze part of it. You know. Sure.
0: So I have a question then, um, yep. because that's what I was curious about. Because so with Tetris 99, yep. you know, depending on what version of Tetris you're playing. I love Puyo yep. Puyo Tetris that came out so right. good. Yeah. The multiplayer Tetris is often have the thing where, like, you can stack up points or bonuses and then you can, like, launch shit and just drop, dump stuff on, like, your Trash. enemies. Trash. Yep. Yeah. What, how does that work in this game?
3: So the way it works is that you have your ghosts on the board and, you know, like any Pac-Man game, you get the power pellets, you can eat the ghosts. When you do that, it sends what's called a Pac-Man Jammer. It's just like a white outline of Pac-Man that just like appears on the board. And when you hit it, you get like a momentary slowdown. It just like slows you down just for like, you know, just for a second or like a split second. Um, And, you know, the more ghosts you eat, the more that you send. But also it has this mechanic where you can like eat all of these, this like stack of of ghosts basically. uh, And it'll make a ghost train where you can get like 10 (laughs) ghosts lined up. And then you hit the pellet and then you can eat like 10 in a row and you can start comboing that together where you can like stack like 30 up and eat them all at once. Um, mm. So then you just start sending more and more. And then eventually later in the game, you start to send these like red versions of Pac-Man where if you hit them, you just like die. That, that'll that just kill you and act like a ghost. And when you eat a power pellet, pellet, it'll freeze them in place. So you can kind of use the pellet in the second half of the game instead of like, oh, yeah. I'm going to go and use this and eat the ghost, it becomes like, I'm going to freeze this thing in place so that I can get around it and get to the other side of the board. Um, and that's kind of how the battling mechanic happens. It has the same targeting system as Tetris, too, where it's okay. like, you know, you can choose, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to send it to somebody who's close to death. I'm going to send it to someone who's attacking me. Right, um, so you want to so boost yourself. or that.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's sick. I can't yeah. wait to play this. It's cool. It's Are free. you playing Joy-Con, like holding it? or like Joy-Con. Okay. yeah I'm doing I feel doing like you want to minimize the input lag with this game you
3: want you want to minimize the input lag yeah for sure uh I, I've been doing joy con on the d-pad you can turn on the joystick but I've found that d-pad just yeah, like,
0: or no. bit it for me I've Any been thinking old about a game like that it's not designed for analog
3: I've been thinking about I've been thinking about I'm not gonna do it but maybe I will uh getting one of those like I think 8-bit dude does like an arcade stick oh. for the switch oh the and I've been thinking stick. about just
0: getting the stick and playing it with the stick because i'm a big snes ones yeah so i use that for any of the Ooh. retro games so i'm probably just going to use that but i also have the the gamecube like power a yeah pro controller that they made mm-hmm. but that hmm. one's wireless only it doesn't it plugs when it plugs in it's only charging so i'm not going to be able to play with my cube controller Ooh. which is Ooh. i haven't i've i pretty much only played switch games with my gamecube controller for the last couple basically since <laughs> smash came out <laughs> that's the way to do it. That's a great. We, I can't wait to this. It. It. Yes.
3: Yeah, I'm that's excited awesome. for people to play it. I I have no idea what people are going to think of it. Under, I, yeah. I have no idea if it has a long tail, but um, I'm really enjoying it. I I got like the deluxe edition that comes with like all the bonus modes and maps and stuff. It's like hell yeah, let's do that's awesome.
1: Uh, is are people still playing Tetris 99? Is that like is there like a Oh, yeah okay well i i am he me <laughs> okay yeah i have but some no, well no. you and at least 98 other people are playing tetris 99 yeah,
0: Guess, yeah. former <laughs> guest on the show john murphy he, he he and his girlfriend play that a lot still mm, uh, okay. she she's like a monster at that game it's crazy she's won a lot um she basically has a switch he ended up just getting her own switch now and it's like just animal crossing and tetris apparently it's like the, the only, only two, two games <laughs> the only two switch games you need <laughs> I have, a, yeah, easy, I have a question baby. jumping off point from this for everybody. Nintendo makes the next retro so like NES era, you know, maybe early Sega era game. Yeah. 99. What do you guys want? It's so like an arcade or NES or early Sega game. What would you want? Um,
3: I I I think the most obvious answer to this, and I think the one that probably will happen next is Space Invaders ninety nine. Oh, I think hmm. that just makes huh. so much sense. Yes. Um you know, you, you you could do that so easily. Um, I would, I'd play it. That'd be fun.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think I am actually going to check out Pac Man Ninety Nine because uh, I've never been the best Tetris player, and then the Mario Thirty Five thing just like kind of flew under the radar. Uh, so I think I will check out Pac Man Ninety Nine. But Space Invaders for me, if it was Space Invaders or Asteroid, Asteroid yeah. is like my jam. If it was Asteroid Ninety Nine, I know that's not Asteroid is like in this weird place of like you know what Asteroid is but it's not space invaders it's not pac-man level um but space invaders yeah fuck i would i would love that
3: or like galaga you know that's that's another namco property that they could like do something with that'd be a fun one dig dug Bomberman.
1: yo you know what you know what i would love and this isn't this doesn't fall into the parameters uh Mm -hmm. that we just (laughs) discussed but if there was a crazy taxi 99 that'd be sick yeah i would
0: (laughs) yep but the I want the, I want the, the inverse I'd of that. Want. I just want the crazy, I want just crazy taxi battle royale where there's like only so many people to pick up. It's like, oh my, it's like, God. It's like every, <laughs> oh my God, it's a big map, right? And there's all these different okay. venues on the mm-hmm. map. Mm-hmm. And you don't know which venue is going to be the first like pickup zones. But, and then like when the map starts, everyone like that turns their cars on. And then like you see flags going up like customer like people at, you know, the sports arena just opened up and the concert over there. And you, you're going to obviously try and go to the closest one, and then after everyone gets to their places, whoever didn't pick up people and get them to the destination are eliminated, mm-hmm. and then you do it again and again. Like, and there's just know, there'd be so many cars on the road. Imagine like the traffic jams. Everyone's rolling up to like you know the fake Staples Center or whatever it is. <laughs> I, I,
3: I mean, I want I, I want more stuff with that because I like the idea of battle
0: royale games a lot. The idea of like elimination
3: games like yes. that are really fun because it's just like hey, there's a good narrative flow to these matches and there's good, like, tension and building stakes to them. And that's why those games are good. And, like, I could care less about, like, the circle shrinking and, like, all of those mechanics, right? Like, I just want that drama. Yeah. So, like, yeah, throw it, throw it in, like, any other game. Like, that's I've why I'm hoping Riders like, Republic is
0: good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just going to throw my two out there. The first is what I, if I had to take a guess as to what Nintendo yep. would do next, it would be Donkey Kong, like, the arcade Donkey Kong 99. Ooh. That would be my best guess. Um, that's what they would do, but I would kill for Burger Time ninety nine. Burger Time, I fucking love Burger Time. It's also like a brutal game. That is not an easy game. It's very um, hard. Did you, yeah. did you just say Tapper, Chris? No, it's oh, but I love
1: Tapper. Tapper ninety nine. Tapper ninety nine would, awesome. would be uh would be like the one in
0: that that area yeah. of time that I yeah. would definitely fight Yeah, with. Tapper would be dope too. You lose a little bit of the fun with Tapper not playing it at the arcade like, with the actual, thinking, like, yeah, you know, I know. Pull, I was rolling on I, the draft. i was mm-hmm. just
1: thinking, like, because obviously we're, we're like trying to figure out, like, okay, what is all the shit that we did when quarantine wasn't a thing? I'm so excited to go back to Barcade, like, and yeah. just like just being trashed on like bad beer and like playing Crazy Taxi at the uh, Crazy Taxi Arcade Machine and playing Tapper,
0: and just going back, oh. And I've got fucking
1: tokens, man. Oh, I'm so stoked.
0: <laughs> I mean, the last time I physically saw you two was when I came to New York for my birthday mm-hmm. in 2019. Yeah. And we went to that Barcade. We did play Tapper there.
2: Yeah. Uh, we played I that think... other game that was like that game where you could probably break someone's knuckles. Dude, it was so cool. With uh you could like slam, it was physical. Yeah, right. Wasn't that you could slam yeah. like
0: I'd have to go back to the episode to find the title of that. But it was yeah. it was a Japanese game we'd never seen before. And it was yeah. like very low poly. And we each had these like big physical controls that like are like sliders, but they also push. Oh, and, yes. Like, oh, yes. Yeah. It was it was almost like a proto like Fall Guys, like, you know, yeah, sort of like game show competition where we're like running down a track and we have to avoid stuff. So we're moving. But then like I can just like bash into him because like they meet
2: we're in on the, the same front. track yeah. it, we're on the same horizontal track so if there's something what? in front of me and i need to avoid it i need to go to the left but he's to my left so i'm trying to push him and i'm using actual strength yeah that i don't really have to push him away from me so these i are can like avoid hard
0: metal things too they yeah. were heavy like it these these weren't gonna break if something got caught in the middle you were the thing that was fucked not this machine right right <laughs> that was cool that was a really cool game i forgot about that yeah i'm glad you remember that that was wild Mm -hmm. um what's up what's up uh with outriders i think we should talk about yeah Yeah, totally
1: totes well you're the person with the the least i I guess amount of time with the game how are you feeling about it just like initial thoughts
0: um i'm very excited to go back into it but i have a couple games that i started that i want to finish and then i saw a thing on social media today about
2: Chris, About... don't you know the rules of Jumanji? Do not yeah, begin unless yeah, you intend to finish. I, know. I do. I do intend to finish. <laughs> I do intend to finish.
0: I, I got to finish Narita Boy. I got to finish... Uh... Oh, right, Fuck, how did I forget the name that. of it? Disco, Disco... Disco Elysium. No, no, not Disco Elysium. The new game just came out. Um, Dicko? It's black and white. It's oh, Gen- Gen- Genesis Noir. Gen- Genesis Noir. Why was I saying Disco Elysium? I don't know why that got sucked upset. Genesis Noir, which I literally like started it late last night. And I was like, oh, wait, this is a very story heavy game. I was like, "Okay, I'm just going to put this on the shelf. I'll talk about it next week. Uh, But it's four hours. So yeah, short. Yeah. So I'm going to play those. But apparently Outriders is getting a patch, which is like nerfing a bunch of the characters, which makes it less fun. And now I, I will say that made me a little deflated. But when we played together, I had a lot of fun. I don't know what games I would compare it to specifically. Like, it had a tinge of Borderlands. It had a little bit of, like, cover shooter games. Maybe a little bit of, like, Gears. But it doesn't play like it at all. Mm -hmm. Um, The story and the atmosphere reminds me of, like, the story stuff in the first Titanfall. Not the second Mm -hmm. Titanfall, which has an amazing story. (laughs) Um, So underrated, that campaign. Yeah, it's a bit. Fantastic. Um, But when we played together, I had a lot of fun. I don't know how much fun I would have playing alone, which is like my main thing with that game. But what I will say about it is I'm really digging. um, And I feel like this is partially a result of millennials now. And like, you know, young Gen Xers who grew up playing console games are now the ones starting to like be the ones who are making them. Mm -hmm. We're seeing a sort of like return to the idea of, well, the game doesn't have to be super long. And we don't have to do replayability through live service features. We're going to do, like, everyone's comparing it to, like, Diablo, where you're, you know, playing on harder tiers to get better loot and things in the game. And you can beat the story on a low level and then go back and play it easier. But I'm also looking at that, and it just reminds me of old SNES games. It reminds me of, like, Galaga. It reminds me of, like, those games I would play over and over and over again. You never get tired of it because they're like, we're just going to make 15 really good levels, and they're all going to be fun. And then you can play it on a harder difficulty if you want, or you could just play it again and try to beat your score, and I'm seeing like a little bit of that in this. Totally, to- totally. I I
1: um was playing on um I was sitting outside doing work earlier, and I was like t- took a little break, and I was like, oh, let me boot up um like the streaming right. Like um I have my backbone control there, and I continue to play with the pyromancer character that I had made for the demo. And that is not the character that I've been playing the story with. Uh, I, you know, I, I've been playing with the trickster and I'm like level 20 with the trickster. So I had the pyromancer character loaded up and I was playing like the same levels that I had already played. And usually I would feel a little bit of, oh, I've already played that, you know, like a little bit of like a drag, sure. but the game is so gameplay focused and you know, I mentioned in the review that I did of like this meta puzzle of like figuring out how to most quickly and effectively clear an area, and every time you die, like you learn a little bit more, and then, so this is like this meta puzzle going on, and then on top of that, I was having the different powers, which completely changes everything, and I so I t- completely agree with the idea of like yeah they they've they've designed something that really you would think like you wouldn't be able to play over and over again but has that kind of old school mentality of like no you can go to this area and have a completely different experience or or, or tackle it slightly differently and try and best your time or you know clear it out as quickly as possible now, did you play solo or do you play with people i have mostly played outriders by myself and it's still especially, good. I, I i think it's still very solid okay. all right without, i have a lot of fun with with you know yeah. playing with you guys um, it's a little annoying that the game doesn't have any in-game audio and we had to like do discord exclusively, yeah. which is Well that was just, just, just fine. For, oh, it has none. It has no in-game
0: oh. audio chat. You have to either do party chat on Wait. the console or discord. because in this in the settings in the menu, they have like a, a VoIP thing that you can turn on and off. I looked online yeah. and <laughs> maybe it just doesn't work yet. I don't know. It's <laughs> it maybe, maybe, yeah. That is also maybe very like possible. It's like it's in there but I like am. just like some of the like crossplay features yeah. it's actually not ready and it that shouldn't actually be there yet.
1: <laughs> I mean, Giovanni, you've beaten the game and I'm almost certain you played it by yourself. Mostly,
3: yeah, I played I played I would say like all the campaign by myself. I went and like jumped into other friends games and you know, went oh. backwards, but yeah, I, I did the entire campaign by myself. Um, and uh, yeah, I had, I had no problem. I, one thing I will say is that I don't think the game is necessarily really well designed with like both single player and multiplayer in mind. I think it's like a multiplayer first game because some of the rooms that you get into are just like. So enemy heavy, and yeah, you're just like yeah. fighting stuff. For, like I'm like, I minutes. need another
0: body in here. That was a yeah. concern because the <laughs> game doesn't feel punishing when the three of us played. And otherwise, I'd only played the first level, and I was like, oh, some of these bullet sponge enemies would be a huge pain in the ass on my own.
3: Yeah. So, so the the one thing about the game that I think is really interesting is its world tier system, um, because the world tier system, you know, it's obviously the system where oh, you can set like 15 different difficulties. You know, you unlock them as you go, um, and you know, you get better loot, whatever. But it also just acts as like a really good difficulty slider <laughs> that you can just change on the fly. Because when I was playing solo, I would hit some rooms where like I'd go for 20 minutes and I would just like die. And I'd be like, I don't really want to do this again. I'm going to bump it down to difficulty levels or whatever to two tiers and then just do that. And actually, the last boss of the game I was trying to do for like an hour and it was just at the spongiest fight. And, and it like kind of stinks, like the last boss, like kind of stinks um, because it's just like there's no cover the boss spawns like three orbs that shoot you with projectiles during the entire fight and if you break them they just shoot he just makes more um and one thing that i did i just got so frustrated that i was like what happens if i just turn it down to world tier one and it's given like 10 seconds and i was like cool great <laughs> like i'm yeah. done with that fight I so like it that. has it has that element too where like it, it is very flexible and it's not very punishing like you can turn down you know however many world tiers and then just go right back after, which I did in a bunch of cases. You know, I just like would flip it down and then you know, pick it back up after a hard encounter. And, and it doesn't, I didn't feel that it punished me for doing that. Uh, maybe it was and I, I didn't realize it, but um, that's that's one element of that game that I actually think is, is handled pretty well.
0: I like uh, any game that lets me on the fly adjust, yeah, difficulty like that is always a welcome thing to have, especially for a game like if you're just trying to make some progress sometimes you're not concerned with like your own skills you're not there like all right today i'm gonna get better at you know just popping out of cover at the right time and just being accurate like you're not this it's not like a dark souls you're like i'm just trying to get past this annoying boss yeah that's
3: I'm, I'm just trying to have fun <laughs> i just want to get more powers and skill points let's let's get through this
0: do you guys have anything else to say about outriders
3: um nothing particular i think it's good <laughs> i'll say that it's really fun. Uh, i i think it's a lot of fun i think the gameplay is really fun i just think that um the the story and like the personality of the world isn't quite there and i think that now that they've made the first one i i look forward to seeing what they can do with the ip because i feel sure. like they can do something more fun um you know looking at the strengths of the game and the strengths
1: of the story beats that work and you know like it has a lot of creatures and that's like the most fun part it's of the game so dude i I, I, it's it's the one thing for me where I'm like this is the thing that shines. I think the game, yep. obviously the gameplay is really solid and the story is really, um, whatever. I th- yeah. I think it's I think it it tried to be a CW or sci-fi channel original series yeah. of like we've got these cool concepts, but we're not really gonna rock the boat too much. We're gonna have pretty substandard dialogue because we we want the gameplay to be king here. We don't yeah. want to get too bogged down. I know the, the developers are very proud of the story and I, I think I think that it it has good beats and it's very interesting yeah. what it's doing. But the thing for me that really surprises me and I look at something like Destiny which I know you're a big fan, Giovanni of. Yeah, I look but... at Destiny and I'm like, <laughs> how have you not done this? Is the fact that they have human enemies and then they have like the fauna that has mutated because of yeah. the anomaly. And as the game goes on, you are introduced to newer and wilder beasts and oh, that's awesome. some that makes huge bosses. Like monster hunter level side, so, like there is a boss like halfway through the game that you have to fight, and it is daunting. Again, it yeah. is massive. Yeah. That's, and, that's a good fight. <laughs> and, the, and it's it's a fantastic fight. Mm-hmm. And and then from there on, I feel like it even doubles down more on okay, you're more now fighting the these beasts and these natural. Enemies, because you start de- de- diving deeper into the like anomaly, um, like tainted terrain, and so that that is the thing that like I think this game like is like this is the thing that this game does that like things like Destiny and these other looter shooters like have completely failed to do is there is so much enemy variety, and I completely agree with you that like I do think that as as thin as this story kind of is and it's kind of. N- you know, pretty well trod territory that the story yeah. takes. If they were to come out and say like, Hey, we're going to do a uh, single player only, mm-hmm. but it's like way more of like an RPG kind of thing. And it's set on. All right. I don't know what happens. because I haven't beaten the story, but like, all right, humanity is able to expand beyond where the anomaly is. Cause that was keeping them in and they can venture on and you play as, again, you're an outrider, but you are venturing forth and, Claiming new territory, and so like a single-player RPG, I would be so down for something like
3: that. Yeah, that'd be super cool. I, I I have a
1: feeling that this game's gonna get some like pretty
3: good DLC, and that's that's like the hunch I have. I feel um, like the DLC they're gonna Pets. drop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> uh, I'm, you know, I, I feel like this this game feels very much like season one of a television show that like everyone really likes by the end but like for a season no one really cares much about it you know and, and then it like really pops off i feel like this will have like a great season two, <laughs> you know where people will be like oh, okay now it's finding its own and then from there it'll be smooth sailing like i have, I have hope for this i think i think the gameplay's strong and they put a lot of work into the world and um yeah i mean we'll, we'll see where it goes but it seems like they'll definitely be doing more with it so
0: i'm excited i think it might be time to talk about it takes two what do you think alex
2: uh I had a great time playing it takes two. It was um, fucking fun. We we had a really, really, really fun time oh playing that God. game. What
0: area did you get to without We're only on this the last we- part of the second chapter. We're on the escape from the squirrels. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: I love the um, fact that you guys are loving it so much because it just gets better. <laughs> it's it's un. Yeah, I mean it's un- really un-
2: unbelievable. It so really far. is unbelievable how good this game is, and um, I, I mean the co-op puzzles and gameplay and everything is so good. I think the the fact that like I'm playing over here in New York and Chris is in L. A. and we're still playing split screen, I think is fantastic. I, it's hilarious. It's great um yeah. the mini games are a lot of fun too and we're just like oh let's take oh, a break I from this game, game and let's just play a mini game against each other um we
0: didn't find the chapter menu like because we never paused until we were basically done and then i was like oh look it shows we've got two out of two two out of two mini games mm. wish we had known that because once we found the first mini game every time we got into like a new room we were like all right look around for a mini game before <laughs> mini we go yep. and we got to find all the mini games yes it definitely slowed us down we 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 probably spent close to 20 minutes collectively looking for mini games every time so, we entered a new area so little yes. little um thing Pro to tip. to help you with that if you go into the chapter select screen That's it what shows as i just said yeah like you i literally didn't just said i didn't open that up until we went to quit cuz i was like let me make sure we can leave here like this is like a chapter save or something right. before we exit out because right. it was clear we were at the end, I was like, "So either we're gonna have to stop playing now, or we have to finish this if there's right. no save point." And then I was like, right. "Oh fuck, we could have known that we had uh, all of them that whole time."
2: So right. The mini games um, fun. There was uh, yeah, the mini games were a lot of fun. Uh, we we ended up playing most of them a couple times over because yes. either somebody won by like one point, or it was so yeah. close that <laughs> they were like, "No, what the hell? I want to try. I want to try." You know, um, I'm actually excited to try the mini games from the other, because uh, role. Yes. The one, the whack-a-mole. I want to be the whacker.
0: Yes. I got to
2: whack off. You I want to pop. Right. Whack exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which is funny because so Alex and I, this is a, we're on like a co-op kick. We just played the three. I don't, right. Have you played the We Were Here games, Giovanni? Or are you aware no, of No. Think so. They're co-op escape room puzzles. They're fantastic. Ooh. The mm-hmm. first two, you're completely isolated from each other the whole time. And so you each have information the other needs to help each other out of the rooms and into the next room. Um, and then the third one, it's partially together. And then the rest of it split up, um, which wait, did. We beat that also since last week.
2: Yeah, we did. We also. Yeah, we beat. We, we beat. We, we, were here we were here together. together. Yep.
0: They have a three pack on PS4. I don't know if oh, they cool. have the three pack on Xbox, but and it's like 20 bucks for three games. The yeah. The first two were like two to three hours. The third one was like six to eight. Um. damn every puzzle in that game in the third in the third one it started out very linear and we were like this seems like it got too easy and then it just got harder and harder (laughs) and harder (laughs) and i could not believe they kept coming up with like new ideas and mechanics for us it was so much fun that was really good but just like we were here where we actually went back and replayed all three from the other positions not just to get the achievements but also because like i wanted to see what the fuck he was seeing and he wanted to see what i was seeing this is a game I can tell you I definitely want to play a second time
2: because yeah definitely
0: the the power ups he has are so different than the power ups I have
2: right it was really fun because I had the nails he had the hammer and yeah it was I'm playing his so as right, right he's playing his man playing and uh, it was a lot of it was, I like I think we both we were like oh I, we feel like the nail gun is better than the hammer but then the next uh, chapter we were on I had like the goo gun and he mm-hmm. had the match gun yeah so we were like well the match gun looks like more way fun better.
0: way better than
2: the other one but like the way that they use the each power i'll say is so clever like especially yeah. when i'm using um my goo gun as like a motor for like a raft dude it's just so very cool yeah. it's so when, cool so when that moment happens
1: we're phenomenal yeah oh yeah the game looks beautiful now top well. now top top
2: top 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 Yeah, we got to talk about this. We got to talk about this. We got to talk about this. So the story, right? Look at Tom's face. Okay. (laughs) Talk
0: about making a mountain out of a molehill. Yeah,
2: someone's making a mountain out of a goddamn molehill. It's not just Tom.
0: It's the entire internet. Because I have to say, like... Who cares? Who cares? Like, if anything, if there's going to be a ton of articles about this game because of divorce and the way it depicts divorce, (laughs) there should be three times as many articles about... The racist stereotype that that <laughs> fucking book, yeah, is. that book it's like, is like. Yeah. what the if fuck This game has man? any problems? It's that fucking book. That book I, is a motherfucker.
2: I don't <laughs> even yeah. know what
0: accent they're trying to do with. But the he's book. like it's a so shitty cheetah, like Cheech and Chong he's kind of. a yeah. Antonio.
2: He's like Antonio Banderas. It's to be so like, bad. I mean, to,
1: to be fair, a people do bring that up in their reviews yeah, and have brought it up. Right. B, so, it but, it but is, I'm not seeing like full articles about it. Like it, it was like, it took over. Well, people. I would say also you haven't even come. Like you guys have so much game left to play, and I'm there aware is a moment. Roland...
0: I'm aware a little bit of it. Look, I'm Tom, aware of Tom. Moment. All I'm
2: gonna say, all I'm gonna mm-hmm. say, is <sighs> it's a fucking video game. Thank number you. one, number two. That's fine. It's I... just a story to get to get the characters to where they are. Whatever. It's the story is the story. I could give a flying. And also, the couple, outside of like them being a
0: little bit argumentative at the beginning, they're like not doing anything toxic. And they're like every now and then like helping each other out and being complimentary. Like, like, cause, Tom, you were like, well, I would be worried about like a couple that's not in a good place like watching this and then taking like the wrong notes. And it's like, there's a lot of people that, yes, there's been, I think there's obviously been a lot of bad tropes with divorce and like, oh, it's the broken family and this and that and the other. But also at the same time, there are. A lot of couples who figure out how to work things out. And I think it's unrealistic to like expect fantastical stories like this, especially to like try to lean into um, like we have to have a positive depiction of divorce and like people separate. Like, this is a fantastical thing, because if that's the case, then like and people don't want to engage with this media, they're like, well, it's problematic. It's like, don't you love Breaking Bad? It's like you love these characters that are fucking like heinous and awful. Like, because these people are going through a divorce and this jackass motherfucker book shrinks them down, (laughs) like, if these two end up together at the end of it, I'd also be like, hey, you know what? I don't think I could go through, like, a Tolkien-esque experience with Mm -hmm. one other person and then not be with that person the rest of my life, even if I hated them before, because I would never, like, no one would ever believe me. No one would ever believe me. It'd be the single craziest thing that would ever happen in your lifetime. And I don't think people are taking into account oh, the Jesus. fantastical nature of this thing. So, and I think it's okay, very hypocritical can, wait, tell, of oh why people God. are talking about it.
2: Shots fired. So, uh, Tom, before I say anything, uh, I could give a shit about what's going on in the story. I feel like if you had the, if these were two siblings, you know, sibling rivalry, they, have, they had a big fight, right? And, and, yep. and one of the sons was like, I wish my uncles or my aunt and uncle or my aunts would 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 work together and be friendly on the holidays boom transform them you don't have the stupid love book and then they're working together yeah, again
0: you just cut the love book this whole thing is way fucking better who cares so,
1: a couple of things there so first thing is the fact that it is a mother and father and like parents c- yeah completely defines the dynamic and would it would be a completely different game if it was siblings like, I don't think it would be,
2: honestly. It, it they're bickering like, like, like fucking siblings. Or the
1: way that this story handles it. But the dynamic of a relationship, especially when it's like we're rearing a child, is completely different from
0: two but siblings but, but that haven't right argument. If that's what the story's about. Wait, so but far the story me. like has almost entirely just been about them like surviving. And I'm sure yeah. there's gonna be moments later where that will change, but like
2: Okay. It, but also we start out with they come home, they're bickering. Yeah. They sit the do- they sit the daughter down. We're getting a divorce. The daughter gets up, leaves. What are we talking about here? Like goes uh, goes to so her magic. Ashley, you to are, her uh, magic, yeah. I mean, I
1: I gotta say, you are. there, there are beats in this story that you, beats. You, there, beats. There, are, there are there are beats in the story that you need to experience, and I want to hear how you
0: feel about it after you've experienced it. Yeah, and I, Stop, I get that, that's the thing but it's, is, still, it's still a fantastical story, and it's so I think people I think people aren't game. approaching it with the artist's intent of it being a fantastical story. Yeah. And the nature of that. And if, you, can't, you shouldn't apply real world. Yeah, but I'm also not. If I want to if I go, if
2: I want to go, if I want to go, like look at stories about divorce, I'm not playing a goddamn video game. If like, I, the, the, uh, the, yeah, the, I want yeah, to hear the what divorce, feels the divorce. Hold on, just I'll, I'll, I'll give you yeah, one yeah, second. No so like, Please, I was just gonna say the story of divorce is just to get this game going, so that I'm working together with my bud, yep, three hours away in LA,
3: yep. Uh, so I'll play, I'll play mediator on this because I think I think All right. there there are good there are good there are good points on both sides of this and, I'll, 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 <laughs> and, I, uh, and I and I and I mean that I mean that sincerely like I, I yes. can I can sincerely see um I, I think when I was playing it with with you know the person I was playing it with um we talked a lot about the story and we talked about how like simplified uh, a version of divorce it was telling you was you know and we mm. and, like I remember saying like. I don't even really get why they're getting a divorce. Like, you know, we, we don't really like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we don't like, it's never like really explained in like a real way. Um, You know, you don't get the sense that, you know, and, and eventually it was just like, okay, they drift apart. Like it's fine. Yeah.
0: They know. stopped communicating, which yeah, that, that's, that's like the only story bit I picked up was like when they were talking right. about the vacuum and, right. he, and she was like, I thought you said you got like fixed this or something. It was like, it was like, no, like I put it in here. Like, oh. yeah.
3: And, mm-hmm. and I think that like, Yes, there is also an element of it where it's like, it's kind of weird to tell a story that's like you can fix divorce by solving puzzles together. Like I, I right. get that, of and I, I think I think that's that's legitimate. Um, at the same time, I think that one thing to to keep in mind is like what the genre that he's working within, which is romantic comedy, and romantic comedies are like by nature kind of simplified and kind of like
0: rosy you know rosy-eyed whatever bullshit.
3: um yeah and like and kind of bullshit right they're, they're romanticized
0: it's bullshit, it's bullshit. And, rom-coms and, are nuts most people yeah. they do the thing that's in a rom-com that people love mm-hmm. you'd be like a stalker yeah. or a predator or yeah. a creep or a weirdo like yeah but right. people still love rom-coms
3: right? yeah so, so i think that like if i i can definitely see both sides of it and ultimately i ended up coming up on the side of like you know this is like how a pixar movie would have handled it like this topic basically like this is this is very much just like right. a, a simplified like reductionist version of it that is using gameplay to just like communicate certain things that aren't like super nuanced necessarily but like that's not what the genre is meant for right. um and, yeah. and and i think there's probably an argument to be made like it could have just been a couple bickering who like were not getting a divorce and were just like a on the outs and, and maybe that would have made it less uncomfortable for people um but yeah I, I didn't find it super uncomfortable um i i was totally down with the story and part of it is just going in with the expectation of like this is a rom-com so it's not going to exist in our reality and, and right. the thing with the thing with like any artistic media right and any any storytelling media is that any work of fiction exists in its own world right with its own rules. And the closer it is to our reality, the more I get into that situation of like this is not good, right? Like if you were if you're doing a really realistic game about divorce and this is where the, the beats of it, you know, whatever, um then I think I might be like ooh, no. Right. But when you're telling like a magical realism rom-com that's like very goofy and very silly and has a dumb book, um for me that sets the reality in a way where I'm like, okay, I get that he is not making a commentary about like real world divorce. He's just talking about communication. Um, Mm -hmm. so I get it both ways. I think, I think it's legit, you know, either to be like, who cares? Or it's legit to be like, I don't like how this handles it. Um, for me, that's just how I reckon with it and how I ended up coming away from it that
1: way. I I think that the, um, I, I completely agree. Like if Pixar was yep. doing a well, maybe not Pixar because I think like they do have a little bit more introspection yeah. than something like this does. But I completely understand the sentiment of like a rom com. This is how a rom com handles divorce, and that's yeah. totally fine. I think the one thing for me that like exact like like really highlights it is the fact that it is quite a long game. This game is like yes. at least a dozen hours, and so it's like we're on the fourth level, and they're still just like you didn't do this and I didn't do that. And I'm six hours into this game. But that's so, I'm like, there's
0: so little of that. Cause like even, even as much as we've seen of it, there's been so little, but then throughout the level, like someone does something and unlocks a thing, you hear the character be like, Oh, great job. Thanks for that. Like I hear them praising each other more than I hear them fighting with each other while I'm playing the game. I, I, I wish heard, it, by the way, Alex and I, I feel whatever, like we're being very pleasant. Game. I feel like I was bringing out like <laughs> I was being like, "Oh, Alex, I'm gonna come over here." It was like, "All right, well, wait for me over there." And we're, yeah. we only screwed <laughs> with each other like once or twice, like well, because we like actively wanted to work yeah. together. And that's interesting that you say that because I definitely yeah, felt I the same the... way about
1: me and Brooke of like mm-hmm. me being feeling like I needed to be very like helpful of like, "Oh, you need to do this." Like I'm gonna stand here and do this. So I do think that the game very much succeeds on the people that are playing it are actually yeah. being very pleasant to each other. And I'm, I'm in, I'm glad. Well, to I mean, there was it. a
2: point where I shot my nail at the wall and then Chris ran at it and he was swinging on it with his hammer and they pulled the nail away.
0: <laughs> you got <laughs> yeah, yeah, to yeah. do those every now and then you got to do those every now and then, but there was shockingly little of that. Cause typically we'll For fuck with each other yeah, in co-op yeah, yeah. Yeah. all the time. Yeah. Uh, just driving no, it, the other nuts.
3: It does, yeah. it does a really good job. It, it, I think it's partially because of the, the puzzles and the mechanics are so yes. satisfying. It's that, like, so good. Yeah, yeah you, really just, you just, you just don't want it. like, there, there's such, like, good little aha moments where it's like, oh, I figured that out. Um, and, and I think that's one thing about the game design that's really, really strong is just that he knew that he wanted, or, you know, Ferris and, and the the team at Hazelight, like, knew they wanted to make a game that was about cooperation. And they, like, put their money where their mouth was, right? They, they made yeah. a game that you really wanted to cooperate with because, like, it was just pleasurable to complete the things. Um, mm. So that's where I think the strength of the game is, like the fact that they made a co-op game where, like, you don't want to screw with one another, and it's not like, a, oh, this game will ruin your friendship, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. an overcooked. Um, I think it's like really imp- <laughs> like really divorce impressive. kitchen. Yeah, divorce kitchen. <laughs> there go. Yeah. That's a game about divorce. Kind that's of, what right? the team
0: seventeen told me that at E three. They said that the yeah. developers call it divorce kitchen, and none of them ah. will play it with their spouses. That's
2: awesome. Oh um, I do want to
0: just say one last thing about the story, and only because I haven't heard anyone saying this anywhere, but. Mm. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people have painted it with a broad brush stroke and being like, there aren't story like this, you know, sometimes like couples don't belong together and they shouldn't get back together and that shouldn't be the message. It's like, but also some couple, every couple's different and it feels yeah. very clear that the problem with this couple is that they stop talking to each other and this is like a story that's forcing them to communicate and like right. reveal who they are to each other once again, and then if at the end of that they decide to get back together, especially if they like end up, I'm really hoping they kill this evil book at the end. If they don't, they don't, but that would be very satisfying for me. Uh, but I think a lot of people are just like they're they're putting their ex- their personal experience too much into the story. That's like really kind of in the background. And I think that's a little unfair because so much of the broken home stigma is a very American thing. This isn't an American-made game, an American design game. It's not an American it's d- true. director. It's not an American writer. So they don't even have, yeah. like, like. It, it, so it doesn't even come from that place. So I just think, I think a lot of the talk about this game is kind of unfair and disingenuous and overblown. I do think there are points that are fair, but I think to be concerned that people are going to play this game and get the wrong message... It's like, well, then people shouldn't play shooter games because our we, we're starting to sound like we're starting to sound yeah. like the boomers that are saying we shouldn't have guns in games. I just, yeah, I mean, but
1: again, at the same time, it's like the 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 comments that are being made about that are such a minuscule part of the 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 whole commentary. of This game, this game is killing it in terms of praise. Yes. I think, yeah, fantastic.
0: And honestly, just might be my bubble of the people I follow on like Twitter and stuff like that. But I swear, when this game launched. It was like it was like the newest news about six days in Fallujah came out, and everyone was just like talking <laughs> shit about this story and why it's inappropriate. My uh, and...
2: my my bubble is right here.
0: Yeah, I know you're you're you're, 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 you're in a silo. Alex that's lives it. in a digital bunker, which I I gotta tell oh. you, that's it. like I'm personally like very jealous of like how how much you stay off of social media. I think it's yeah, fascinating and impressive.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's probably
0: I, very healthy for you. It's I think I, love I,
3: it. I think you, I think you did make a good point there though about like. Yeah, I think there is a lot of projection happening, um, which yeah. which is fair. Like, it's, it's a really personal sure. story. And I, sure. and I think that there's, like, you know, a, a lot of people who are, you know, like, I went through a breakup uh, last year as well. And, like, obviously, I, when I was playing it, I was, like, kind of thinking about that and, and whatnot. But but I think you're, you're totally right to say not every couple is the same and, like, it's not a monolithic thing. Yeah. Um, so so in the same way that it's kind of like, well, divorce doesn't work this way, it's like, well, yeah, but sometimes it does. Um, and, again, that's where I kind of get well. to the, like, the the line of thought of um every story is its own self-contained thing yes. that is it it's in it's a it's own uh, own fiction like i kind of walked away from it kind of being like that is the story of this couple and whether or not he is you know being too bright-eyed and too starry-eyed about like his ideas of communication being able to save a relationship uh and, and whether or whether or not his thesis falls apart i think is a totally fair thing to sure. debate like I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't have a thing where I was like, well, this couple shouldn't be together because I was like, well, but they should cause like the, the game is like their dynamic and the game right, is about, right. about that, you know? Um, but yeah, I think, I think again, like getting into whether or not Joseph Harris is too starry eyed and, and rose-colored. Yeah. The last I, I'm, not, is, I'm not, I'm
0: not advocating that this is like the best story at all. I no, just, no. I just think it, it's gotten a lot of weird hate. That seems it, uh, a little, a little off I think Yeah. is, is sort of, um, but yeah, it, the game is unbelievable, and I honestly think that it's one of the tightest mobility, like, the mechanics for the platforming in this are as good as, like, some of the best 3D Mario and, like, the AstroBot game that came out this last year on PS5. It yeah, feels yeah. like that. It feels so tight like that.
3: Yeah, Astro is the game I would compare it to as a platformer. Like, it, it feels a lot like the Astro games, like, both the yes. uh, Man and Rescue Mission.
0: Yeah, and that game... The second I found those speedruns, that game, like that fucking that game was awesome. So, um, does anyone have any other games? No.
3: Oh, uh, one, one very quick, but I, I won't talk about Sorry, it for yeah. more than two seconds because I've only played like forty-five minutes of it at most. So, I can't talk about much. Uh, there's this game that came out um, today. I think it might have been yesterday. I'm not sure. It's called Before Your Eyes. Does anybody know about this? Has anyone heard about this? No. So, it's this game. It's this indie game. It's very short. It's like an hour, hour and a half, two hour game. Um, and it is basically about somebody, you know, uh, this this soul at the end of their life watching their life back. And the mechanic Ooh. of the game is that it hooks up to your webcam and it tracks your blinks, and every time you blink, it, like, speeds forward in time. Oh, it's my like you, God. You miss a what? So you're, like, watching your memories, you know. Of, this feels of like this.
0: something we would have seen at, like, IndieCade, like an art piece almost.
3: Yeah, it's totally. it, it's very much that kind of I game. I love but it's that. Like, something you know like a a thing will come up on screen that basically tells you like hey if you blink in this time you're gonna miss this memory so you're just kind of sitting there watching these like very pure beautiful childhood memories and like trying to understand the story of this character and you're just like i can't blink i can't blink until this conversation still oh and then you miss it and it's this like really kind of like sad way to get at this idea of like you know i mean essentially the pieces right I. that's amazing
0: it's it's cool. really cool.
3: It's like it's on Steam. It's like ten bucks. Um, I'm it's, definitely getting that. Yeah, it's it's cool. I, I again, I'm only like forty five minutes into it, but it's a really that's cool fucking idea.
0: Fucking that's yeah, cool. fucked up. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's yeah, it's cool. really fucked up. I love that. I, yeah, that's my shout out That's brilliant. Cool. That's yeah. a very cool idea. Um, I do have two indie games I want to talk about. I'm going to talk about Narita Boy very little because I'm halfway through, and so I'll just talk about that and uh the other game next week. Um, but Narita Boy. It's on Game Pass. It's only about seven, eight hours long. So, you know, that's a nice length game for you right there. Um, indie, retro, side-scroller, action-adventure game. It's a, a Metroidvania-lite, I would, I would call it, um, because you're not really platform mapping. You're not, like, getting a map and, you know, like, discovering hidden places and things like that. But there are, there is backtracking. There is, like, unlocking rooms and, like, now you have this and now you can go there kind of a thing. And, you you do some of the weapons and the fighting can sometimes feel like a mix of Castlevania to Metroid. Like the range stuff can sometimes feel a little bit like um, that, but the main sword that you end up getting is very hack and slash. It is very like using the whip in Castlevania. It's really fun. The um, Narita is a location in Japan, and it's all about like this like evil coder or dev that like took over. I kind of. I regret skipping the story a little bit at the beginning because since it is um, based on, like, a retro adventure title, you do actually have to, like, talk to people a little bit and, like, pay attention to what they're saying to you. So that I was like, oh, okay, to activate this, I need to go unlock that. So I I know what they're talking about. I passed that. So my first the first, like, zone that I got through, I actually struggled a little bit because I was kind of starting to hit skip on the text uh so i don't recommend you do that it's a little text heavy at the start and then it gets much lighter as it goes on so just kind of read it get into it um it has a fake crt filter <laughs> it's very light you're not really seeing like the pixels and like the the scan lines like you would typically end up seeing but you are getting like a bit of the fuzz it has almost like um like a light blue, like Vaseline kind of a smear over it, I would say. Like it's a little hazy. I need to check the settings. I ended up turning it off because then the colors popped way more and in some ways looked better, but it did lose a little bit of like its atmosphere. I'm hoping there's like a slider on it. I can't remember if there was or not. I meant to check before this, but um, it's really fun. It's it's really good. All the mechanics are tight. I really like the design of everything. It's very, like, techno-futurist. It's, like, it feels like it takes place at a point, like, after humans. Um, And the guy who, like, coded and created everything, because it's made by, like, a, it's an indie game, and it's about kind of a coder. You're collecting his memories, and then you're going and seeing, like, his childhood in Japan and stuff. Like, you go into the memories, and, like, some of the memories got corrupted, and so you have to go, like, recover them and things like that. But it's it's just a fun action adventure retro game that I think takes a lot of the ideas um, that we've seen. But the game I want to talk to you about because I'm gonna finish that. I want to finish that before I tell people more about it because it's really good. Um, I could talk about it a lot more. I really like it a lot. <laughs> the music's also really fucking good. Really, oh, good music. so many good things about it. Mm, really, really good. Yeah, music. I've been meaning to check this. Um, Whisker Squadron. Oh. Here we go, dude. <laughs> Whisker Squadron. So, um, this game is coming out from. Uh, I'm going to bring it, uh, Flipfly. I think they're the team that did Race the Sun. Uh, I don't know if you played that. That was an indie game that came out several years back, and you played in sort of like this, like I think it was actually supposed to be a bird. It is very <laughs> low, very low poly, and it was a procedural generation, and you are just flying forward, a la Star Fox, or if you guys ever remember, I don't know. I don't know if your schooling would have lined up at the same time, but I would go to – it was like Addicting Games or something like that. Yeah, totally. totally. There was a sort of of polygonal Star Fox-like game. You couldn't shoot anything, but it was just an endless runner, so it was like an endless flyer. Race Mm -hmm. the Sun is an endless flyer like that where the sun is setting, and you need to fly faster and faster to stay in the sunlight Mm -hmm. and everything like you hit. And bounce into slows you down so you need to avoid obstacles for as long as possible to get as far as you know as far as you can for the sunsets this looks like someone was like what if we took race the sun we slowed the, the plane down and we just made it star fox because literally some of the objects in race the sun were like pillars that would just be like falling over and those at least like in the demo I got a code sent to me um some of them are just ripped right out of it <laughs> which is brilliant but what <laughs> I really like about whisker squadron is they're not pretending like they're really breaking any ground here and it reminds me of what outriders uh i was saying how it feels like they're kind of capturing something from older games now with replayability this is a procedurally generated Star Fox game so it has the Star Fox mechanics you want but again now they're like well let's update it a little bit to make it slightly more strategic so there's a couple different pilots you can play as each has a special ability one like has homing missiles for instance that's the one that was in the demo i got to play um but the main gun basically has 5 shots and then they charge back up so like you can use one or two and then wait for it to charge you could spam it or you could just hold it in and then it's going to just fire slow as it, like each one comes back up so like unlike Star Fox you can't just keep jamming the button um, mm-hmm. the controls feel a lot tighter you know like going back everything feels loose on N64 cuz they were making it for that fucking terrible analog stick so if you play like if you when you play N64 games on anything else it feels weird like, I thought Jeff Force and I was gonna play a lot better weirdly when I played it on um, retro replay because it was like, oh sweet, I'll have like two analog sticks now. I'll be able to like control this game and everything is just like it's like everyone put uh, a bunch of lubricant on like your camera and the character. It's like it's like you push forward and they're just like skating across Like it's, it's, it's very uh, delicate in 64 games. whereas this they're building it uh, with controller support already in the demo. it's like they're like you should be playing this with the controller. Um, it's very tight, has literally does the barrel roll, you can turn sideways. Um, but the fun thing about the levels is not only are they procedurally generated and everything is cat themed, Whisker Squadron. Very, very cute art. There's like one of my favorite enemies that you'll come across on the level as you're flying through the levels. And of course, again, procedurally generated, like things are changing as you go like from stage to stage. There's an ATST, a little like chicken walker, not the big guy, but instead of it looking like an ATSC it has big cat ears and like a little cat face on it uh, I asked him if it was called a cat at he laughed at it and didn't give me an answer so maybe he didn't have that and now it's gonna be called a cat at maybe like it just should we call this a cat uh, that's what I'm hoping but no it's um I really like it and the coolest thing um, that I'm reading about it with is uh, the bosses have procedural generation. So once you, like, get through the world and you get up to the boss fight, you're going to fight different bosses every time. And they have different mechanics and different weapons and different designs. So very, like, if you play Galaga back in the day, um, you know, if you played the original Star Fox, it's going to feel like those games that you remember. But when you go back to play those games, obviously they feel either slower or more limited or you know less precise maybe than you wanted them to be. That's what I love about people rebooting these new games, uh, just making their own franchises out of them. They're like, well, if Nintendo's not going to do it, I'm going to make our own version because now they can make the game that our minds think it is.
4: Mm -hmm. Like, If I went back to play
0: Star Fox on the SNES or even Star Fox 64, it's not going to feel the way I want it to feel. And it's not going to be as fun as I want it to be. But this feels like my memory of Star Fox that's that's
3: that's always something that i say with um remakes of of video games like my ideal for when you remake a video game is like i it's not that i want you to like preserve the entire thing and like the the experience like preserve the feeling of playing that game for the first time when it came out right like update the mechanics enough or update the visuals enough where i'm like like shadow of the colossus right Is, is like a good example like make that game feel like it felt when you played it for the first time on the PS2 and went like, "Holy crap! Like this is gorgeous, and this is like the scale is incredible." Um, like that's I'm all about that kind of remake where it's like preserve that feeling. Like who cares about the other stuff? Who cares about being to, You know, whatever. Like yeah. just make it feel like that. That's that's the thing you're actually preserving when you when you remake a game.
0: I totally agree with that. Um, yeah. and the last thing I would say for people is this game. It's going to come out next year. It they had a Kickstarter it launched two days ago with another Kickstarter. It Looks amazing, unbeatable. It's that game looks absolutely um, incredible. Yeah. See, it came out the same day. It just actually passed a Kickstarter goal, like minutes ago, it looks like. All right. So, so it's gonna come out. And they've put out a couple games. I wouldn't be worried about this being like a company that's not gonna release something. Um so looks awesome, a lot of great reviews, highly recommend Whisker cool. Squadron. So
2: Fuck yeah. Tom oh, Um
0: do you wanna do do we have any quick news that we need to talk about or quick news? Quick
2: nah. news. Nah. Well, we only
0: I'm only gonna do one quick listener mail. today's game is gonna be fast quick so. news
1: quick news coming at you right now and will be the show give coming us, to, give us
0: the hurry up okay headlines
1: and we'll be the show coming to Xbox game Pass on day one boom, boom. Uh, but do go to inverse.com where we did uh, exclusively report that the MLB <sighs> was the one to uh, actually make the decision that it would be on game pass
0: good boom good that's uh, lego
1: star wars skywalker delayed we don't have a new date uh next boom. bit of next. news um uh, e3 is coming back it's going to be digital oh, yeah. this summer middle of june great, great. awesome Ooh. boom next bit of news uh <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm like trying to quickly read it i don't think this one has anything so good um and final bit of news uh death loop has been delayed till september and whoa yeah oh you didn't know that happened today it It announced today chris is getting
2: the news now
0: live that's one of my most anticipated that's okay i I have so many games that i can play right now it's fine returnal and snap come out at the end of the month it's fine i'm disappointed though it's one of my it's one of my most anticipated games of the year easily i I mean we have
1: it we have a date it's coming out in september i mean who knows if it'll hit that but seems likely (laughs) that it will i don't know um, impossible to know <laughs> at least with skywalkers like with skywalker saga it's like we don't know if they're gonna come out in 2020 i kind of wish that they had not said september though because then mm-hmm. it just means like well
0: holiday again right? i wonder yeah. if microsoft's mad because i bet the year of exclusivity no matter what it's from it's going to extend it's yes. for them. Yeah. i mean I, either yeah. way it's a year after sony i'm sure has it But and it's just console exclusivity, right? Like they can put it on PC. Yeah, I'm sure at some point it'll launch. It's I can't imagine it's perpetual exclusivity. It's probably just a year. No, I think it's a timed thing. It's definitely
2: a
1: timed thing. The last bit. The last bit of news uh, and it's pretty big. Is uh, it? It looks like Kojima is in talks to release his next game on at least on Xbox, if not exclusive. We don't know what the parameters are we don't but he has been in talks with xbox and i can see as jeff grubb who is the person that kind of broke the news even though it's just sure industry hearings i can see xbox being like we want that <laughs> like we you want. Know, yeah uh, especially with how much they've been gung-ho about like we are trying to build out our japanese like extend into the japanese market because they don't have any foothold in japan at all and it's such a big gaming market. And when mm-hmm. they did the whole Bethesda talk, uh, where they were sitting down with the Bethesda people, one of the thing one of the things that Phil talked about was like, "I'm just very excited to have Tango Softworks uh, be- or Tango Soft Games, or whatever it's called, uh, because like that it- they now have a Japanese developer under their wing, which they haven't had because of the Bethesda deal." And so, I can see them shelling out major fucking money for whatever kojima is working on next we'll see what happens
3: yeah for sure i i've there's been that rumor for a while where it's like oh they're trying to get you know uh, more japanese developers to expand that market and i remember there was rumor for a while like they're gonna buy square enix they're gonna buy sega yeah um and and people think now that it's like they're just gonna take kojima uh, the big piece of evidence for this is that there was a live stream where phil spencer had like the kojima you know productions Figure on the bookshelf behind right? him.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And like, you know, people were like, oh, he did that before with like with the, the Xbox series S yes. and the series S. Yeah. So like people think he might just be being cheeky, which is very possible. um But yeah, I could totally see that happening.
1: I could, yeah. I could all, he could just being cheeky. It also could be very real. <laughs>
4: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I mean, I mean, you know, if Jeff Grubb is saying that there's been talks, then there has been, then there's been talks. We don't know yeah. what that is, but yeah. And that is the quick news. All
0: right, Alex, do you have any uh, complaints? No, no, you've no. That's complaint? a second. That's a second. No, complaint. I, know I you brought got this you. up already. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. You brought this up already. I, I missed um, the complaint, man. I want to complain. I'll get up.
2: I'll. I'm getting back into the world soon. So, <laughs>
0: you know, I'm gonna save this this one for next week. Actually, this question, we're gonna save the listener mail for next week because I do want to make sure we're trying to actually end on time, especially when we have a guest. Um, so. <laughs> How should we do this, Tom? We're going to play rate that game game. Uh, Hold up scores to the screen.
2: Yeah, hold up scores.
0: All right, rate that game game. I have five different game titles for you. You're going to have to guess what the IGN review score was. They're listed on a 10.10 scale, so out of 10 and then a decimal point. Um, I'll give you the title, a brief summary if you need it, and you guys are going to make your guesses at the end whoever has the golf score farthest away from the correct answer wins. You guys ready to play? Do it. Yep. Let's Do it. All right. It's so, it is it, it real quick.
1: It is so Ron. funny that rate that game game is the game because when Giovanni was like, "So what's the what's the show? Like what do you guys do?" I ran him through everything and I was like, "Well, we have a game at the very end and it's usually random as fuck, but here's an example of a game and I used rate <laughs> that game
3: game as
0: the go. example of the yeah. games we I've have." Yeah.
3: I've been training. i <laughs> so I was making back game busters.
0: I was yeah. making game busters because I was like well, this guy's clever enough to probably handle Game Buster's first time handle seeing it. it. First time mm-hmm. seeing it, because it, it is well, because yeah. it is it is uh, somewhat yeah. uh, nuts. It's a it's an sure. insane game. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, wait, I have like four games myself. I want to talk about. I Game Buster takes like thirty minutes. So all that wasn't, right, it, that so wasn't let's play fu- today. All right, so let's play go. Play game, game and Alex, <laughs> do you want to guess what today's theme is?
2: Um, co-op games.
0: Oh. No, that was a good guess. That was a very good guess. a right. really good guess. Yeah. Wow. Um, Thanks. So this weekend, for Tom's stream, we're doing a Smash Brothers tournament. Mm-hmm. So I've picked games that characters from recent Smash DLC have appeared in.
2: Okay. Nice. So, can, no, you do yeah.
0: write down on your phone. Tom, you want to turn off your NVIDIA thing? Probably. Probably.
2: Probably. I'm just going to guess last. Yeah, so that you can just say it out loud. Yeah, I'm just going to say it. Yeah.
0: That's That's usually yeah. your... Your MO. move, your mo, your yeah. modus operandi. All right, hit it. All right, so everybody loves Randra Kazooie. Oh. oh, right. But Do what they, game? Though? What game? Well, in Smash, beloved. <laughs> mm. Oh his yeah, reaction, He's, he is. What great are the biggest reactions play. of all the Smash reveals? But what game did he first appear in? Diddy Kong oh. Racing on the yes. Nintendo 64 mm-hmm. as a playable yes. racer.
2: Yes. So, really before
1: Banjo-Kazooie the game Yes. They made yeah. wow. yeah. yes.
2: yes. So
0: I need a yes. review score for Nintendo 64's Diddy Kong Racing.
2: Diddy Kong Racing. Now, this wasn't
0: a review that was like done today. This is their like this is a retro review.
2: Yeah. God, this is a hard one actually. Huh. I forget. I mean, I loved it,
0: <laughs> you know? It's hard to know what people thought 25 years ago. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but did they
2: love it on did they love it 25 years ago? So What
1: am I
3: doing? I'm just writing it on, on my phone
1: and just it write in it on chin. your phone, yeah. And okay. then uh, I like to do the notes app and then use the pen to draw the number so it's nice and mm. big. But just a way to, to con- confirm that none of us let's do that. Let's I'm do ready it. to go. I'm ready to give it. Yeah, I've got a score.
0: Sure, a score. I've got a. I've got just, a score. I'm just making a note on my computer so I can track the score. I forgot to grab pen and paper. All right, All right. Tom. All right, let's uh, right. let's start. Let's start with Tom. I gave it a seven point eight, or
1: at least okay. I thought IGN is might have given it a seven point eight. <laughs>
0: That's that okay? That's your guess. That's actually, I realize, Alex, you are not writing it, so you actually are supposed to go first. Oh,
2: eight point eight then. Eight point eight. That's 8? what I was going to say. Right. Eight point eight was my was my guess. Do you, Do you
0: land in the middle? Or are we looking at like an eight point two? What do we got here?
3: Uh, so I'm looking at I'm looking at a seven point five.
0: There yeah, it is. Okay. All right. Ooh, 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 ooh. Well, I'll have you know. This is just me. I'm of personal opinion. It's the it's the best kart racer during that mm-hmm. that era. Yep. Uh, yep. They did not think it scored <laughs> should score yep. as well Ooh. as Mario Kart 64, <laughs> but they agree it's pretty good.
2: 8.4. Oh Nice. Okay. Wow. Okay. 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 wow. Nice, nice, nice. I felt so... like it was just
3: one of those games that like people love now but like didn't didn't at the time, but I guess I was wrong.
2: Yeah. Hmm. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was Dang. it was a very well received game, uh, but you know, no one was dethroning Mario Kart 64, even if it yep. was the worst game. Alex, what was your guess again?
2: Eight point eight. It was 0. .4 off. Okay,
0: it's a very close Damn. game
2: right now. Damn. <laughs> yeah.
0: The recent death of Mario obviously came at the hands mm, of R.I.P. Sephiroth mm. from Final Fantasy VII. Mm, 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 so mm. I need to know the review score for the PlayStation One, not the remake Final Fantasy VII.
2: Okay, nine point four. <laughs> Dude, I haven't even written anything down. That not so Like I fucking know. I don't. I never had an f- original PlayStation. Never played any Final Fantasy game. What do you want from me?
0: That wasn't. That was not his wheelhouse.
2: Yeah. My God.
0: Now, just so you know, this this is a updated review on the original Final Fantasy 7 So oh, it's, that's it's good a, to know. It's a the original Ooh. Final Fantasy 7. But it's an updated review, so it is taking the review that was done apparently in nineteen ninety eight, which is surprising because I thought it was still IGN sixty four at that time, but it might have just been IGN at, by ninety eight, um, mm-hmm. and then it was updated on the thirtieth of April twenty nineteen. But I, I don't see anything here saying that the score changed. Just so you know, okay. But I think that okay. they like probably just updated it to talk about the remake. So,
1: okay, I'm doing I'm pulling bold move here. All right, well so, let's,
0: okay. let's go with Alex first because he doesn't write him down. Nine point four. Nine point four. Okay. Yep. Geo, you go. Ooh.
3: Yeah, I got the the good old nine point seven.
1: Oof. Tom, okay. I am risking it all. We've never done this. This is an unranked first. I am saying 10. they gave it a ten.
0: Okay, you're saying they gave it a ten. We've never had that. We've never had a game wow. that scored you said a 9. ten. 9.7, 9.7. point nine point yeah, seven. Dude. I'm gonna be dead on the money. <laughs> so, and I don't I don't know if if uh. You guys need oh to my get out to go speak to the IGN staff. I don't actually see the name anymore from this article, you know, sure. the, the old reviews. Whoever gave this specific review oh God. gave it an 8.2. Okay. Wow. Okay, then that must, be, that must be an That updated might be the score updated score.
3: Way yeah. back in the day yeah. when IGN was still doing like – was- I- they're like best 100 games of all time. Like for a long time, Final Fantasy seven was number two on that yeah. list, and yeah. like it was only in recent <laughs> yeah. years that they took it off. So that must be that must
0: be a recent change. Yeah. So Fuck. it's you know, and it's and this was also around the time I think they did the PC release. So that also yeah made me yeah yeah. Um, but yeah. That's, okay. that's 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 the risk with the. That's the risk too. take. We, we
1: all we all took a big hit there. We all took a yeah. big hit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: If if we had the, I bet I bet if we had the original back in the day PlayStation One score, which I was not going to try and dig to find. I went with the first link that IGN gave me. You probably would have had a 10 or sure. a high 9. Uh, sure. Everybody Loves. What characters does everybody love from the new Smash DLC?
1: Raymond. M-
3: Min Min from the, the ARMS. Little everybody <laughs> does love Min Min from ARMS. No one loves Min Min, Min,
0: dude. I would like the review score for, for you guys arms. from oh my Nintendo's. God. Which, honestly, I won't be shocked if we get a sequel. It sold several million. I think it sold at least over 2 million copies. For ARMS, uh, so you want the for score for arms. ARMS? Wait, is this, arms. I, I, did, well, I was joking. Is no, I'm dead serious. I want the score
2: Eight. from IGN for ARMS. Eight. <laughs> okay. Tuna, I have not written anything down, my guy. Well, I'm not writing anything. I'm just taking guesses. I didn't play ARMS either, really. So, <laughs> fuck. Eight.
3: <laughs> I got mine, Tom. To yeah, uh,
1: I, I gave a 7.1. Okay. Okay.
0: I went with the good old 7.5. Okay. 7.5. And the actual review score is an 8 out of 10. A solid. Oh. 8. oh. Which means oh. Alex gets secret bonus
2: points. Secret, bo- secret bonus. Not so secret. If you've been stop. listening to the podcast for if years. If you guess the
0: exact right answer, we will take away 5 points. Point five. Point five? Yeah. Stop, point five. stop. So, point five. stop keeping games 8. Bringing your <laughs> score down uh three more games it's very tight i mean right oh, now two the difference more games between, sorry two more games the difference between first and last is like two points right now yeah in the places uh, all right well, well so, what's
2: what's 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 next up on the
0: docket do you know who the other beloved character <laughs> little <laughs> mac smash no no smash dlc first for the oh. new smash brothers
2: uh obviously joker
0: no i was the answer was terry bogart oh terry okay. loved <laughs> yeah. uh yeah I, I Probably the character I've played least. Um, yeah, I tried him same. twice and I was like, oh, this is just never happening. Um, what game do you want me so to So they don't actually have a review up? for the original game that he launched in, but I did get one of the games from the series that he's in. So we're going to talk about King of Fighters 13. Okay. King of hmm. Fighters 13. Uh, this was released. Uh, let's see what this review was on. Fuck. If I have the. This is on yeah, PlayStation 3 it, and yeah. Xbox 360. Okay. Mm. Okay. Um that's such a nebulous It Brings together all the King of Fighters classics, you know, it's uh-huh. not traditional one on one mode. Yeah. But what uh, does that it mean? It's
2: a solid and, and this storyline gotta...
0: concludes the Ash Crimson story arc that began in King of Fighters two
2: thousand three. Perfect. I'm so... gonna give it a seven point six. Ow, Never heard okay. of
0: it. Never heard <laughs> of it. i of... just jump with the gun tonight. <laughs> I, gave uh, 8, but... I gave an eight
2: I gave an eight
1: point two. I also gave it an 8.2. No way.
3: Wow. After arms, I'm like, everything's getting. Date, <laughs> I know. Baby. So exactly.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Alex, you said 7.6. You both said yeah, 8. So, I think 2. I said 7.6. Yeah. And the answer, survey says. It's a seven. Solid seven. Ooh. All
3: right. I'm, I'm doing
0: terrible. I thought I was going to kill this. <laughs> I've been reading IGN
3: reviews for so long. But who hmm. remembers the scores? <laughs> That's right. the thing. Right, Pokemon,
2: right, Pokemon right, right, right. Alpha
0: Sapphire, seven point nine. to <laughs> Boom, baby. Ocarina of Time, ten 0. Ten 0. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five, ten 10.0. Every sure. AAA video game, eight out of ten. Yeah, m- m-
2: and uh, that's
0: that's pretty yeah, much pretty the much. Case. Yeah. Is um, okay. anyone there? Is not a lot of Smash DLC characters left.
2: Anyone want P- to take Piranha it? Piranha Plant, Ooh. Joker, Ridley.
0: It's Minecraft Steve,
3: baby.
2: Yeah, Minecraft. Well, no, no, no. No,
3: no, 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 hang on, hang on.
2: Byleth.
1: Wow, Bullshit. Wait, how, who's left? Oh, no, it's probably going to be the new ones. Ma uh, Pyra and Oh, the, the
2: two,
0: little, the two ah, little shits. Yeah, That's the two shits. That's right. I want to get the review score for Xenosaga. Xenosaga, okay. Xeno Xenosaga. Okay. Sorry, it's uh, the Xeno Chronicles. Right, Xeno, Xenoblade Chronicles. Yes, Xenoblade Chronicles. The okay. original
1: you, Xenoblade Chronicles. What platform is it on? <laughs> oh, my they re this? the spelling. Be well, they re-released yes. it.
0: They uh, re doing... This is
3: very important. This is very important.
0: Yes, we're not doing the uh, Switch version. Okay, the
3: Wii U version.
0: So we're going to. Right. Was this a Tom? So was this, this was a, in 2012? Xenoblade Chronicles. <laughs> was this yeah, a this
2: good was, game, Tom? Fuck a <laughs> <laughs> This is on the Wii. I thought
1: King of Fighters, it the Fighters thirteen it was okay. an eight point
2: two. It was on the Wii.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, Xenosaga was like, I guess what
2: did, they, did people Chronicles did people like this game? Tom,
1: eight point five. Fuck it. Uh, Geo, you go. You go.
3: I also put down a good old eight point five.
1: Wow. Uh, I went. Did you an also 8.
3: do? Uh, yeah.
0: Survey says nine. I almost wrote nine. It's not. Oh, Tom, what did you write? 8.8. 8.8.
2: Nice.
0: So obviously, as Alex knows, and everyone here probably knows, Alex did win today's game. Congratulations. But I will read out the full scores. In last place with a 4.7, Tom Caswell, which also, by the way, 4.7
2: points off total from all the reviews. This is a very low
0: scoring game, which is very good. Very tight game. Mm -hmm. Right behind him. The 4.6 was Giovanni. Damn. <laughs> Let's go. first place, thanks, partially thanks to that nice, exactly oh, yeah, you hit, 2.7. Nice. Well, done right. 2.7. Okay. Which That's right. First to last place was only two points today. So Crazy. So that's pretty good. Amazing. Um, Tom, right. I'm going to start the music for, for when Giovanni wants to let people know, you know where they can find him, et cetera, stuff like that. But do you want to talk about Saturday first? Because yeah. Because the music's not that long. Uh, Yeah,
1: so we have a kind of five-year anniversary stream for the podcast plus my one-year anniversary of streaming, like uh, streaming myself. Uh, That is happening this Saturday, April 10th, sounds about right. Um, We're going to be starting at 3 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be doing a very chill Smash Tourney. It's going to be all four of us, Uh, so Dan will be there. If you've missed Dan, he's going to be there. Um, but we will have um, listeners swapping in and coming in to play for us. So it's going to be a very chill kind of like Smash Tournament thing. Dan and I are finally going to play We Were Here Together after that. after wait. Chris. I'm and... going to make popcorn and drinks. <laughs> yep. yep, So we're going to play the opening hours of that. And then we are going to do the power hour that we've been wanting to do all year. So I haven't been able to make it work. That is going to be the finale. So if you want to watch that live... That is also happening on Saturday, so it's starting at three PM Eastern at twitch.tv forward slash Great Brit Tom.
0: And now Giovanni, uh, and you could just feel free to speak over the music. Oh yeah, why don't you tell I'll people your deets? We'll drop them in the show notes as well.
3: Yeah, for sure. Hi everybody, I'm Giovanni Colantonio. I'm a writer over at uh, Digital Trends. I'm a writer over at Inverse. Uh, do a bunch of stuff on the old internet. I do podcasts. It's called Left Trigger Right Trigger. It's a uh, kind of book club ish style format uh we talk about a different topic every episode and each host brings forward a game that we think fits into that topic and we kind of talk about the game from a topic from different perspectives uh you can also catch me i don't know on HardDrive.com. i do satire over there uh, i also do a podcast about blazeball the <laughs> absurdist oh, baseball blazeball. simulator yeah it's called this week in baseball. it's a recap podcast that recaps each season that's everything
0: I honestly didn't know you did that much stuff. I wouldn't <laughs> start the music for you.
2: Yeah, you can. just keep, keep going. Going. play it again. Play it again. Oh, okay. Fuck it. Play, play it again. again. Play it, it, again. it
0: again. Uh, but you write for the hard drive. Yeah, I do. That's fucking. That's that very fun.
2: Play it again. Okay. Play it again. I got more. <laughs> you can find I'm me. I'm also in a
0: band. I'm in a band <laughs> called
2: Duckspeed.
3: You perfect. can listen to our own Death, Death to All Kings, that came out last
2: October. Uh, oh, yeah, he has a cat
3: yeah. behind him. I, um, I got it. My cat's behind me right now. Her, her name's Mira. She's great.
2: You can find me, Tudor Targaryen. Tom. Great Brit Tom everywhere. And
0: Chris. Chris and Underscore Humans. We are at the Unranked Podcast. Check out the show notes. Drop in. Join our Discord. The Fantasy League is going on. If you're in it, go check it out, because a lot of games have been delayed and a lot of have come out. But until next week, we'll see you next time.
1: And stay Suck unranked,
0: it, bitch. <laughs> maybe stay unranked.
1: <laughs> All right, I don't I know can't. what happened
0: there. Like my brain blanked out. Dude, chaos said stay energy in the last two hundred and sixty-five episodes. Chaos so now.
1: energy in the last half of that.